This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. And welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece, a wrestling podcast. Once again, with your boy, Derry Lips. And as always, my man, Gio. Hey, man. I'm actually content because it's a Sunday and I'm in a good mood. <laughs> we caught Gio at the right time. Sweet. Finally. I haven't got a big, a big rant come, coming. Yeah. Um, and once again, we're very, very honored to uh, have another guest big in the wrestling community. Uh, <laughs> the gritty urban saga on the scene. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for coming. I uh, appreciate it. Um, so for those that sleep with their wrestling heads under a pillow and haven't got a clue who you are, what <laughs> what would you put your position as within? Uh, gosh, I, I'm kind of a, a jack of all trades when it comes to wrestling. I, I started to, started kind of dipping my finger into the into the pot of content creation and former wrestling when it uh, when wwe 2k 14 came out or 15 mm-hmm. actually 15 my bad um and just started making uh just just crazy matches with uh freddy krueger and stuff on twitch you know i'd let everybody just pick a character and and have our rumbles and then it eventually just kind of evolved into a uh online universe where there was interaction people could pick their own characters and have like a full-on season where you're stuck with one person instead of just you know one-off matches and things like that Mm-hmm. Um, kept on with uh, my YouTube channel as well. On YouTube, I was doing some uh, some wrestling based uh, co- commentary uh, reviews, and then around WrestleMania 31, actually WrestleMania 31 was my first uh, live hangout where I just basically I told everybody, "Hey, come into my Twitch chat and hang out with me during WrestleMania, and let's just talk about it and share our live reactions and stuff like that." Because uh, I, a lot of my friends weren't really into wrestling. So, I mean, my, my like, uh, face-to-face friends, they liked Street Fighter and basketball and stuff like that. But wrestling, I was kind of like the, the pariah outcast. And I, I'd try to tell them about it, and they'd just be like, oh, yeah, that wrestling stuff. Yeah, Gritty, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so I, I was like, you know what? I could actually share these, uh, these experiences with other people who enjoy wrestling as well. Um, because I have somewhat of an online audience. So I invited people to come hang out with me during WrestleMania 31. And it just so happened that that was one of my favorite uh, um, recent uh, modern-day WrestleManias. Uh, I thought it was very awesome. Sting and, and uh, Triple H, the Terminator entrance, and Rusev on a tank. And, and yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, 
one of the greatest cash-ins ever. So uh, basically, I've, I've branched out from being just a, a universe-type creator into uh, doing review shows and and uh, also just doing live hangouts and just kind of making it so it's more of like a, a breathing, living community where everybody's included in, and, uh, and people can kind of share their opinions and it's not just me doing a review. So that's pretty much what I do. I also I do a lot of gaming on Twitch and other stuff as well. Wow, nice. Uh, was it was it quite daunting to like do that first live one? I mean, did it, or what did you? Um, just, was it like a natural progression from you for like what you had done and the community you had sort of made, or was um, there some it, observations? Was, it was a little easier than it than it probably would have been for for other people to start up something like that because I was already like everybody who was in there already knew that you know we talk about <laughs> wrestling, we do wrestling, so it's it wasn't like I had to I had to like step foot into a, a unforeseen area or anything like that. Um, and also, it's it's a funny little story. It's very short. I remember the day that I decided that I would start streaming. It was, uh, I think it was Christmas Eve. I think it was the day before Christmas in 2014, I think it was. And um, I remember uh, I decided to stream that day. So when I got off work, I came home. I, I went live on my PS4, and it was my very first live stream. And it happened to be the same day that uh, this group called Lizard Squad had taken down like the entire PSN. Um, yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. God. But I was like lucky because I was one of the only people who could actually still get online and still live stream. So my very first live stream I had over 250 people watching me. So it was like wow. I just got I got thrown in a deep end right away. So I had to just snap out of any sort of reservations and yeah. uh you know kind of kind of shrug off the the initial you know being scared of, of being online so i i really got thrown into the deep end real real hardcore and then with the whole online wrestling creation thing um making the universe and all that i really got like i said thrown into the deep end because there, there were just so many people coming through my my chat and you know i got up to like five thousand followers and stuff it, it was just such a, a meteoric time where um, it just wasn't, I didn't have anybody to really fall back on and ask about how to do it. So I just had to just choo choo, you know, just chug yeah. away. Fumble, fumble your way through almost, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Uh, you yeah, you can say fumble your way is an exactly, exactly <laughs> right way of putting it. But sometimes it's the best way. I mean, sometimes, it is. you know, sometimes like, it is because you create your own, create your own dynasty at that point. Yeah. You're not like, uh, uh, just a person who's following a, a playbook and, and exactly. just fitting and into yeah, something. You can, uh, you have someone to blame, don't you? If you if you haven't just done it yourself, almost you know, like in your <laughs> exactly, head, yeah, you, you, you know, know. And there's there's no fallback. Exactly, it's just it's you, man. If things don't work, you got to blame yourself. And yeah, and, and you also that's a, that's a good lesson for life in general, you know. Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, so uh, what do you do? You do all wrestling? Is there something you don't do? Are you more? Do you sway more to one brand than another, or are you just pretty open to you know? Let's see here. Um, you know, there are people. It depends on what I say any given day. Where people will think that I that I lie because you know, if you say something <laughs> bad about one promotion, then it's like, oh, you're a hater. You don't like you don't like AEW or you don't like WWE yeah. or you know. Me uh, and Gio, but me I, and Gio know that we're apparently anti AEW. Yeah. Where we're just trying you know, to be you know, realistic. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, at least once yeah. a week we're AEW haters, but we're not. Oh yeah, really not, Gio's, you know? like, Gio's really <laughs> outspoken too, so I can understand how people uh, might get that idea. But nah, Gio's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I would say if if I had to, uh, if I wish there was more time in a week, just because of how many promotions have have started to really go at it and and mm. and make make uh, 
you know, a bunch of good entertainment. I mean, I don't get to see enough New Japan. I don't get to see enough Ring of Honor. Um, I, I definitely haven't watched a lot of MLW. Uh, you know, there's just so many things that I wish that I could, uh, you know, you got put my... my you, you, you got my New Japan log, you know. You need to get on top of watching these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> You're yeah. right. Man, I was just trying to watch some last night, and I, I totally forgot I have that. Thank you very much. I think that's going to that's gonna help a lot. Um, uh, but I would say I normally just I, I cover uh, main roster WWE. I cover NXT. I cover AEW. I cover Impact. Uh, I'm doing uh, Lucha Underground. I'm, 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 I never got to watch Lucha Underground while it was live. So it's nice that I don't have to wait to see another episode. Now I just like I get on 2B TV and I, watch, I do watch alongs with the rest of the crew and everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's just been so awesome to see that promotion. And, and, and also the fact that I missed out on it while it was actually going on. It's sad, but it's also like, wow! I don't have to wait another week for another episode. Let me let me go on because it's just so good. It's yeah, such yeah. a great one. Yeah, yeah. No, it so, was really good, really good. I quite like. Yeah. It was. It got a, a lot of hype, but I also think it was a little bit underrated at the same time. Oh I yeah, know, it was hugely popular. For sure. but I don't. I think a lot of casuals would have enjoyed Lucha Underground more than maybe. Oh, they for watched, sure, dude. I just think know? there's like a stigma with the way they named it. I think. I think just calling it Lucha Underground kind of. Um, it like stigmatized the the whole uh, promotion and and it, like I didn't even know that like half the people were in there. I didn't know about Brian Cage and mm. and uh, jo- Johnny Mundo and all of them were in there. I just thought it was like a bunch of luchadors, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like they might have stigmatized themselves and, and put themselves kind of in a cubby hole instead of uh, being out there for everybody to see just by the way they named it. To me, their thing was my problem with them. It's not really my problem, but I feel like their issue was that they filmed. They'd film like maybe two seasons of it. Oh yeah, one sit in, and then yeah. these things would get leaked, and nobody yeah would to watch all two seasons. Exactly, already leaked. Yeah, it's, it's becoming a problem with uh, with today's wrestling as well. Mm. Right, yes, yeah, so a lot of like, it's kind of move stuff on as, as you do like watch alongs. I'm you know I'm guessing your chat can be quite ferocious towards one side and the other. How do you feel like? wrestling community fans have evolved when you started doing it because if you started doing this like 2k14 it's changed a lot i was talking with a friend and he was you know we were talking wrestling and he's like tell me honestly when's the last time that you were shocked and Mm -hmm. i'm sitting thinking and like okay (laughs) the hardies at the wrestlemania kind of shocked me even though we knew they were coming but honestly the last time was when shane turned up oh yeah that was awesome oh that reaction was was beautiful you know, when you get that feeling like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, here? I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, but and that's a long time ago. And like, I remember from wrestling part of it, the, the fun was, didn't know who was going to come. Exactly. You know? Like, you didn't know when these guys would turn up. Now we know yep. two, three months in advance. I mean, yeah. ha, ha, do you think that's part what's wrong where, where wrestling is, fans come from, like now? This is something that I actually, uh, I had a question for you guys that oh. I want to ask you. Maybe, maybe after this question, um, that maybe both of you could, could uh, you know, tell me your, your ideas about it. Um, but to answer your question here, um, I have a strictly no rumors, no spoilers, no dirt sheets yeah, uh, rule really, in my... In my chats, okay, like, because I know outside of my chat, they, I I tell people do whatever you want, read whatever you want, just don't put it in the chat, you know, because um, there are people who still love that feeling. Uh, that that feeling is is part of what made these people and and all of us watch wrestling in the first place. Okay, if you knew everything that was going to happen ahead of time, it 
it takes part of the equation away where you already know that it's it's pre premeditated. It's already pre pre written. So like you're already living with that. You're having to suspend that part of uh, of the entertainment you're watching in the first place. Um, good storytelling can get you over that hump a little bit more than than other you know not so good storytelling, but you still have to contend with that fact that what you're watching, you know, it's pre, it's got a predetermined outcome. So you're, you're also, you're, you're complicating and you're also taking away from the spontaneity of things. If you already know the surprise that's supposed to happen on top of it already being premeditated and pre-booked. So I, I strictly believe that it, it has reached a boiling point with people just they need to know so much about wrestling now to make up for that void that's in their hearts that they used to have um it's like it's like putting it's like putting a cherry on top of a sunday to me it's like if the sunday is good enough you're not gonna be mad that the cherry's missing but there's so many people who who now they know everything there is uh, about wrestling or everything that they they can wean off of uh, behind the scenes uh rumors and stuff that like they're starving for that next detail that's going to like fill that hole that used to that didn't used to be there when you when you get absolutely surprised by by sting in the rafters or by you know uh oh my god they tasered goldberg you know like stuff like that it that feeling is is so hard to attain now that people are trying to fill that void with like just rumors dirty so oh my god did you hear about andrade you hear about this like it's like mm-hmm. the, people are they're jumping so far ahead that yeah. they WWE that they have to when mm-hmm. WWE wants to pull it off, they'll pull it off. I mean, they've done it with the Nexus. They've done it with the Shield. Where just I don't know where they. That's true. That's true. You yeah. Surprised you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, so it's quite a while ago now. See what we've pulled out here, like my Shane McMahon, right. the Shield one. We're talking mm-hmm. 2014, 15, 16. You know, we're talking four or yeah. five years ago that this stuff was. Mm-hmm. The ones that we've just managed to remember yeah. where shocked us, you know. Like, and, I, remember, yeah. I remember sitting at home watching that episode where the Nexus showed up, and I was like, "What the hell is this? They're ripping up our room." Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, they destroyed the place, and I mean, I remember watching that. You know, I'm a, I'm a grown ass man watching that, and I'm sitting like, <laughs> "Look at what they're doing! <laughs> they, yeah. They're trashing the whole place." I know. Is this real? Like, what's out? going like, on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your brain. <laughs> And it and it's that like I've always said when people are like oh my god why do you watch it it's a fake sport blah 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 the normal stuff yeah, I watch it know. the same as people watch soap operas it's my soap opera you know what I mean like for me it's that yeah and a little bit yeah I I love it and it's now there's so much that we can find out like so in advance it does you wouldn't want your soap opera you wouldn't want to know the end when you're on episode two it's like watching exactly. Division and you know how it's going to end and you're only two episodes in exactly no one would want that and it's the same for me i feel like with wrestling i think wrestling fans would change their opinion of a lot of promotions and be a bit more open to watching all if they stopped yeah. it a little bit if they know? didn't know yeah, exactly yeah, like and and to-, to answer like one of the main parts of your question here is like when's the last time you were surprised mm. i think that it's becoming harder to surprise people because people are getting so close to the business instead of watching it the people are not even like there are some things that don't even have to be spoiled because we're we're all becoming uh closer to the business itself mm-hmm. that um we're, we're not just fans anymore like we we're we're like uh you know uh, amateur bookers and amateur like it, there's a way you yeah. can just watch something and not be like oh look at look at iron man's hand in this scene oh i could have computer animated this this part of his armor better or something but but it's like that that's a very specific a specific 
uh, skill set you have to have to understand like bad computer animation and stuff. You can kind of see it from a from just like a fan standpoint, but actually like knowing how to do those things is is a lot. It's a lot more specialized knowledge. Well, when it comes to wrestling, there are people who grew up on this, and now they're like they they grew up through the Attitude Era. Probably people like us, like people who who used to be able to watch as fans, but now like the business has become so exposed that we've become more than. Uh, more than fans, we we become like amateur bookers, and, and even even the amateur bookers are running companies now. Yeah. So so it's like I feel like I'm the surprises because this is literally me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think the I think part of the issue with this whole thing, and part of the reason that we're not so surprised, is not just because of dirt sheets, rumors, spoilers. It's also because we can see it coming because we're smarter about about the business itself, which is a good thing and a bad thing. Because it makes them work harder for our for our views and stuff, but it also makes it so that even when something would have been surprising to us, you know, fifteen years ago, it's not surprising to us anymore because we're like two steps ahead. Because we we also are our own amateur bookers. Yeah. So the yeah. surprises are are harder to attain um, without without them just being like like with the um, with the reveal of uh, not to get too far ahead here, but like with the reveal of uh, MJF having his own faction instead of the inner circle, like it gets to a point where it like, yeah, you surprised me, but like, mm, does it make sense? I don't know. Like now you've got to do things that don't maybe don't quite make sense just to surprise people. And, see, and I feel not, like that's I'm the problem. Not, you know why? I thought they were going to go the other way with it. it didn't exactly. It did mm. me yeah, it got you. And that's, that's, that's what they have to start doing now. And, and this is where I want, to ask you guys this question that I that I kind of pre-thought of and, and had for you guys. Now, um, gosh, how do, how do I how exactly do I put this? Do you guys think that um, that having your pulse on wrestling fans as much as these companies do now with WWE and their their social media, their 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 social media is out of control, man. They they have more followers than like anything. Um, so. It, having your finger on the public's pulse like this, does that, and, and not just WWE, AEW as well, you know, they have people who are studying what people are saying, what's the newest outrage, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So my question to you guys is, do you think that having your finger on the pulse of people uh, in that way and, and that many, that big of a, a part of your audience, do you think that that gives them the ability to do things on purpose that they normally would not do just to get people to talk, just to advertise their, their brand, just to, just to, cause, cause like at the end of revolution, we saw that, that dud of an explosion or whatever. Mm. Do you think, do you think that, that they realized that the whole pay-per-view in itself would not be talked about as much? Do you think that there's, there's a way that now they're seeing if you create a controversy you get more clicks. You get more people talking about it. You get more people tweeting about your pay per view than than might have if the explosion would have been went went off without a bang, <laughs> to to use a pun there. So I mean, yeah. my question is: Do you think that they are using or that they could be using people's uh, outrage and how how many people that they have the the fingers on their pulse now? Could they be using that and and literally just doing things on purpose to get us talking instead of making good choices? See, it's a good thing because I, I was just reading before this that pay per view because of the hype to it became one of the most bought pay per views apparently. Exactly. And yeah. you know what? Done or not, they succeeded in making it one of the highest paid pay per views, even if they messed up by having a box spot at the end there. 
Okay. Yeah. And I think I I think yes. I I actually thought it the first time during the Lashley Lana Rusev feud. Mm -hmm. okay. I feel that that was to answer everyone saying they wanted the attitude era stuff. That was mm -hmm. so attitude era all over <laughs> it every week. Yeah, that's exactly what we watched way back. That's what I told people. Cool. That's what I told people when it was going on. Yeah, yeah. That's everyone screaming for it back. I'm like, well, it's it's right there. <laughs> it's that's, here. That's, you don't like it? Like, what, what you asked watched, for it? <laughs> you know, like it, yeah. it even evolved into Billy and Chuck getting married. Like, come on. Oh like, my goodness. You, you, it was what, and I feel when you look, that was some of the most clipped feud on their YouTube. Exactly. The views you know, were crazy. The views were crazy to watch it, to talk about it. So as horrible yeah. as it was, and I don't think anyone would dispute it was horrible, <laughs> he was watching it and it was there every week and they weren't going to stop it because why would they if it's still getting watched on YouTube? It's and like the rubberneckers at a, at a you know automobile accident or something. Yeah, it's like, it's something you know you can't watch. You watch it through your fingers, don't you? You cover your eyes. Yeah, exactly. We knew open. it wasn't great, but we were like, dude, where's this going? And and yeah, yeah. and the people who actually were, were asking for the Attitude Era back and, and actually were saying that because they weren't just talking trash. They were actually, um, there's something missing from modern wrestling. They probably liked it for just that, that looking, watching through your fingers type of thing. Yeah. But then there are people who who literally were just like you're saying they were they were just they you asked for it but did you really mean it and they were like it, it was a resounding no they didn't really mean it no and it's funny that kind of talk of missing the attitude there has kind of died down a bit <laughs> yeah it has you know, it has, it has kind of <laughs> they, died they were like all right because like, like everyone no, that lived through the it. attitude era was like pretty much other than Austin coming out kicking some butt and not raising his eyebrow that's pretty much what we got <laughs> yeah and week exactly. in week out was that trash you know and that's what we loved at the time but yeah I I do I I would agree I think they see what's being talked about I mean like for me like I'm obviously we'll get to that the fast lane announcement with the Thing, but oh yeah you guys actually are the first people to tell me about this so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Lashley being champ is definite case of social media request for me you know oh yeah finally i, I, I mean it's yeah, finally, finally. I, he should have been champ way before this but yeah you know, and finally the they did it. of him is like when he when he first come back i mean gio will tell you he was doing the pod this is the lashley that i've wanted i i like yes lashley. Dude, yes lashley like this with mvp like he'll anyone that's listened i was a big beatdown clan fan big big <laughs> big okay. I, I loved him. I and also liked him with Leo Rush, though. I'm not. Yeah, me too. Lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, good. For sure, dude. You give him a good mouthpiece and you let him go in the ring and be an animal, you could book Lashley for days. Could you, you imagine if they would have reversed the polarity for NXT, though? Like, if, if he would have stayed with them and if, he, if they would have kept them together, but then whenever it was NXT, Lashley would show up with him and be his manager. And Leo was the dude who would go out and get the job oh. done in the ring in NXT. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Oh man, he's this ringside enforcer, kind of like how Omos is for uh, for AJ. Love that would be crazy, and it would bring superstar power to NXT as well. They they should have kept them together. I feel. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think so. Maybe not made it as they tried to make it a comedy. I feel more yeah, than exactly where you could have taken them very seriously because Leo Rush is a very good worker in the ring. He may he have, a have a bad attitude, but he's a very good worker. Like he. Y'all can talk about Amos. I am Team Reginald, man. Ah. <laughs> team Reginald. That guy's got skills. Listen, listen, tonight I got a like for my comment on Carmella's 
uh, application for sommelier. Yeah. I commented. Oh, did you did you do it? Liked it. No, I just did put, you do it though? I put like a, a queen going like I got you because someone tagged <laughs> me like there's only one man for the job and she actually liked my reply. So I'm like, that's it. I've completed oh, nice. life. That's it. I've screenshot did, did you, it. Uh, did you make one of the? Um, did you make a video? I might have to now. Oh man, yeah, you got to man. If she, if she liked your tweet, you know, you already yeah. got like a one yeah. up. I'm already in, so yeah, I've, I've got yeah. to do that. Um, do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of. We should get. Oh, you know what? You know, what would be the funniest thing. Oh my god, the funniest thing would be if uh, if Mastodon uh, did a did a Somalia video. Because he looks like him. <laughs> That'd be so funny if he's like, I'm the perfect replacement. <laughs> yes. That would yes. be funny. That would be funny. We should get him to I bet you he'd win, too. He'd probably win. Probably. Yeah, yeah. That'd be he's, so he's, funny because then it would be, be like twi it'd be like twin magic. Yeah. <laughs> Team Reginald. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, but, yeah. Um, it does kind of lead us in. Obviously, Fastlane is, is fast approaching. Um, and they have announced mm -hmm. today... There is it's a last man standing match between Drew and Sheamus. The winner will face Lashley at WrestleMania or the champion at WrestleMania. Wow. So yeah. I was expecting Lesnar back. I'm that would be, be crazy. Is, but but see, I don't I don't know because at the same time, Lesnar, I think he said something this week where he's like pissed off that he feels he got screwed out of a WrestleMania payout last time. Oh, uh, really? Like, he's, he's, he, he said something in the lines of, like, Vince McMahon messed up his pay or something. Really? And Lesnar's hmm. all money. Like, yeah, whatever people say about Lesnar, he's, like, he's, he's created his business so well. But I need to see um, Ashley versus Lesnar. I, I have to see it. Like, I missed out on so many... Dream matches. I feel like I'm gonna miss out on another one. You know, like Sting Taker, AJ Triple H, AJ Sean is you know there. It could still maybe. I can't see it. And Lashley Lesnar for me, like the way Man, that, like that Lesnar's been booked, you feel like Lashley is the only sensible. You know what I mean? Like you can believe Lashley could hurt him. You know exactly. And and I also think that they they left. They, there are things that they've done in terms of the, the storytelling and the booking between uh, Lashley and McIntyre where it could work. Because remember that one time they went off the air and and uh, and Drew was stuck in the uh, the hurt lock and that's how they went off the air. Like he couldn't get out of it. Mm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. 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 So like they've they've kind of like if you want to look that far back, you could be like, well, dang. So that would be a good matchup because Drew, you know, Drew is not proven he can get out of the hurt lock, but he's been so dominant as well. So it, yeah. it could be a good match. Um, Sheamus, I don't I don't see how I don't see how you book that at all for WrestleMania. And it's yeah. it's part of the Sheamus is the guy you use to put on a banger of a match to get Drew there. Yeah. You oh, he's been awesome, mean? too. Oh, since he's come back, just. I've always liked Seamus, always been a Seamus fan. Me too. You know what you're going to get. You know, you'll, you'll know, you won't, it's very rare you'll get a bad match. And, exactly. You know, like even, he even got Roman almost over with that cash in and stuff. Like I was hating on Seamus enough to forget that Roman <laughs> was being rammed down my throat and stuff. Yeah. You know? And that's all Seamus's work. Yeah. You know? And uh, it is. Seamus is, is, he's definitely a piece of profit for that business. And mm -hmm. I mean, I love him. I love him so much. And, 
like I love him so much that I went to an epi- I went to an episode of Monday Night Raw, and I think he was on SmackDown, and I still bought a Sheamus shirt at that Raw. Like I was like, whatever, dude. I, I love Sheamus. Like, everyone's looking at me like, what? what you're not gonna get. Now you get this shirt. You're not gonna buy. No, I'm like, nah, man. Give me the Sheamus shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah, that guy. I, yeah, because he's just he's just been workers. good for so long. Yeah, like many many times, you know, Sheamus, and he's always been a good. Even though it's like you kind of know it's transitional champion at times. Yeah, he's been perfect yeah. in it, and it's you know he's done it really well. Even though you know, like, okay, you're just holding it. In yeah, and that's so what I'm. So that's so kind of so. why I was. That's kind of what I was. Why I was leaning into like the Sheamus part of this uh, conversation is because. He is, uh, it, he said it on TV and it's something that is, is undeniable. And, and I hope that this is something that people can understand about every wrestler is that there are some times where it's just not your time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is just not the time for him to be main eventing WrestleMania, dude. He's, he's just putting on incredible matches. And, and if he was going to, I would hope it's like a, like a triple threat or something, because I could just hear and see the, the outcry and just the, the people, oh, I'm never going to watch again. They put Sheamus, you know, and, and him him also saying that he's, oh, I, I can't draw. I'm not a draw. Remember that promo he did with Shane uh, just like a couple weeks ago? He's like, oh, you're, you're saying I'm not a draw? Um, and it's like, you're a draw, but you're not like, you're not that draw right now, you know, no. um, to be main, main events in WrestleMania. So the fact when you guys showed me this, uh, when you put it on the screen and showed me that uh, it's going to be Drew versus Sheamus. And the winner of that goes on to face the uh, the WWE champion at WrestleMania. I was just like, well, okay, so Drew, I guess, like, or or is Brock coming back? And and I'm so glad you brought up Brock because this is this is a a, a possible um, piece of what I what I asked you guys earlier. Where did does the WWE have their their finger on our pulse so much that they can tell what we want and they're gonna do it, or are they going to not do it to get us to talk? You know, yeah. and and this is this is the dangerous part of of the way I see wrestling I going is because like they're gonna save Brock for an after mania surprise. I just don't, oh, you just, think so? It's gonna be the first one with fans like... back. You know, it's gonna be all on Peacock, oh, man. which is a huge deal. Oh, I mean, oh. There's money, right you know. I like it. I like it. I like it. That's I a good know, idea, I feel actually. Like he's gonna be one of those like night after mania. He's back. Oh, that's such a good idea, man. So would there be? Will there be fans in everything after WrestleMania? Is it, that's a good question as well. I, I don't know. Like I know they're doing fans in WrestleMania, but after that, because will they have fans in Raw and SmackDown? Like obviously it, limited. It, one of two ways. Let's say it is Drew versus Lashley. If Drew wins the title back, Brock's gonna be angry because. He basically never got a. He never got his rematch, and Drew's mm-hmm. the guy that eliminated him from the Rumble in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then, if it's Lesnar, it's gonna, or if it's uh, Lashley, it's gonna be, you know, who's the bigger of the power guys? Yep, mm-hmm. yeah. dude. Well, and you know what? Lesnar they can build that all the way to uh, hashtag in it. That was what's trending after Lashley won the title. Instantly mm-hmm. was Lashley yeah. versus Lesnar more than Lashley. That's what I'm winning. saying. People were That's straight on like make it happen and. See, people hate Brock coming back. Like, there's a lot of talk about. I mean, it's perfect though. People would be accepted for Lashley. Yeah, like Lashley Lesnar is literally the match I've wanted to see Lashley in since he come back. Like, hundred percent. It's perfect. It's perfect, especially because they. It's not one of these Brock Lesnar three second deals. I'm okay with it. Yeah, because there'll be some MMA stuff, and you know, if you look at record, Lashley probably has the better uh, record. Like. 
uh, on the outside of WWE. Like Lashley was is a dangerous man, you know. Like, like straight up, dangerous. I mean, Brock Lesnar, they built him up like 1980s Mike Tyson, where he gets in there and beats a dude in like five fucking seconds. But still, yeah. And so that begs the question, like, because it feels like they've gone all in on Lashley as champ. Like, yeah. new music, everything is, you know, they've made him look dominant. Are they doing? Are they all in on Ashley, or do you think they're doing this to give Drew his WrestleMania moment? Because to be I, fair, through the pandemic, Drew's done nothing wrong. You know. Yeah, he's been great. He even um, a good title okay. match out of Ziggler. <laughs> you know. I think this is to reward the both of them because I feel like they've both been the breakout guys of this whole COVID season type deal. Mm. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. So. I'm of, I'm of, uh, I would say not two minds on the subject, but like one and a half minds on the subject. I'm not, I'm not quite going to go to devil's advocate on the other side, but, um, I think that it is to make Drew look great. Uh, I think that's initially what they thought. Okay. They initially thought it's to make Drew look great, but the fallout, um, from Drew, and this is why, this is why I brought up that question in the first place is I think the fallout from Drew losing the title and then the, um, just the overall, uh, what, what can you say? Like the attitude towards Drew right now. I feel like he's he's almost like he's not the champ unless he is the champ. You know, putting a yeah. belt on somebody doesn't necessarily make you champion. Like he's 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 a great champion when he has the belt, but without that title, it's like he lost something. Like he's like he's lost his 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 uh mm. his bling for a lot of people, and and that to me is is a big red flag for wwe because they're like wow okay so we put the belt on him everybody says he's a great champion we took the belt off of him and nobody cares anymore they, they only care about him took so off so i think it's happy to see him yeah. fight sheamus you know what I mean? exactly like, no exactly thinking get lashley back everyone's like yeah. oh cool mcintyre sheamus let me exactly go. and that's yeah. and that's the thing it's it i feel like with them having their fingers on the pulse of of like the wrestling world the way they do right now i feel like that at initially they did all this for Lashley to just feed him back to Drew and give him that moment. But now I'm not so sure. Uh, now I'm kind of like, wait, uh, you know, maybe there, purpose, maybe there's Brock. This must be making money. Like as yeah. a faction, they're, 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 they've done really, really well. Like they've I been mean, killing it. Yeah. They've, they've saved Monday night raw on many, many weeks for me. Oh, for like, sure. For sure. You know, uh, them. And I got to give props to Zelina Vega. I know, I know I don't really, follow her that much but like she helped a lot too during this this silent mm -hmm. performance center era for the first like half of the pandemic she was she was so necessary so I mean, it's it's it wasn't just the hurt business and stuff but my goodness did they they really like capped it off well exactly i mean it, it brought angel gaza to attention heck yeah brought austin theory to attention you heck know yeah. i mean that she, she did do some good work seeing it was so difficult like they had to keep changing like who was with Artrade because of stuff exactly you know she managed to keep that thing going quite smoothly you know yeah um, and that's a good thing that we're going to be uh hopefully talking about andrade a little bit here too as well yes we are going to get to that um well we couldn't get to it now as so we've gone from selena vega seems to make sense go. so andrade has reportedly last monday Mm -hmm. um requested his release um, segways baby you see those segways yeah you've got this you can tell that you do this quite easy <laughs> yeah, it, it, it goes on yeah um he requ requested his release there hasn't been any other word other than he's requested it since you i haven't seen anything but i have from what i was told is it was actually denied <laughs> 
Like, they denied it. Oh, flat out. No. Okay. And so I what do they do with him? Like They don't want to lose Charlotte, so they got to keep him locked down. So why are... The thing that I don't get is Andrade is so talented. Like, Good. if you go back from NXT stuff all the way through, you know, like, even Raw recently, if you didn't watch him on NXT, that Andrade Rey Mysterio stuff... I could have watched them go at it every week. I wasn't getting bored yeah. with those matches every week. I would watch Not those two fight anytime. Same as Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy for me. Didn't bother me mm -hmm. how many times you put that on the card. I would watch that match, you know? No, legitimately, um, yeah. So what do you think? What do you think they do? I can't see, because of the Charlotte Flair factor, I can't see them letting him leave. Okay. This is where this is where it gets really interesting for me. Like uh, it's all it's all been interesting so far, but this is where we start getting into those like 4D chess type of things. <laughs> now, now this is a prime example of like you want to have him come back hot. You want to you want to actually have people care because they could have brought him back. He could have had a match with Umberto on on Raw or whatever. It's not hard. You just call him up yeah, and say, "Hey, we need we need." Yeah, we need we need. Oh yeah, he's he's yeah, yeah. freaking buff as heck now. He's not two and five anymore, is he? <laughs> no, dude, he's he's off of that show. He's like, I don't want to ever show up there anymore. <laughs> it's a good good plan, right? There's gain some weight. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is like I said, forty chess. Now, how do you bring back Andrade and make an extra soup just stupendous splash with this guy? How do you do it? Do you have him just come back and fight Umberto again, or have him, you know, put on a put on a, a, a okay to great match with uh, Jeff Hardy, who's been missing a, a lot recently as well? Um, like, what do you do? How do, how do you bring somebody back with a bang in the in the outrage era? Guess what? You have him remove WWE from his Twitter handle. At the whole internet that sets on fire for Andrade. People go to bat, go to war. He, you tell people he he requested his release but it wasn't granted it was denied then guess what now he's now he's he's the 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 fringe pariah outcast guy who doesn't want to work for the company and then when he shows back up now it's everybody's on his side now everybody's like dude this is the guy right here he wanted to stand up to the empire and you have mm -hmm. him come back as a, as a face and it's over and then at that point you you got every single fan eating out of your hands instead of just bringing them back and putting them in a match and oh Andrade's back now you have somebody that people are like legitimately like whoa this guy's so talented and people are watching his old montages and stuff like you you're doing better by doing this than just than just bringing them back so does that go back to your question at the beginning yes. of is that on the pulse do you think exactly in the comments of where's Alistair Black? Where's Andrade? You know, like, exactly. Because the bit that gets me is he's, he's Mr. Charlotte Flair. And Charlotte yeah. Flair is almost untouchable. Basically untouchable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, he isn't just going to be allowed be? to go to walk to Mexico. You know, mm -hmm. just I can't I can't see it. I mean, for me, I would have had I would have. You know, I, I would have had him come back when uh, Randy Orton kicked. Ric Flair. I thought that would have been Oh, there's there's been back. opportunities for sure. Yeah. But they've held off and held off and I can see that. I don't think he's leaving. I don't think he's going just because there's been no other comment other than he looked really sad on Monday. He looked really down. You know, and exactly. it's same kind of comments. It's not been the normal demand release what's going to happen. It's been oh, Andrade looks so sad. He looked really yeah. dejected. You know, it's like what the they did with EC3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah poor EC3. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So I mean I like I said, it goes back to my to my question I had for you guys to where it's like 
would you let somebody be like openly openly um dissatisfied with their job and and put it on television or or do you, do you utilize people's like incessant need for for drama people's incessant yeah. need for outrage it, it worked for cm punk yeah exactly People got invested because of how outside the box and how against the. It's the same thing with Stone Cold. How how much do you want to rage against your boss? You know, like that's yeah. that's a a tried and true formula for for making a superstar that's larger than life. And he's already got the talent. The guy beat yeah. freaking Drew McIntyre at Takeover. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andrade is is no joke, and he's been portrayed that way. Um, it's just like how do you get him to to have an audience on his side? And in today's day and age, I feel like public outrage and and you know cancel culture and all this stuff has become a weapon that you can use very easily by just predicting what people are going to say and they're mm-hmm. so they can just utilize that to create superstars now so and it, and it actually works cancel culture as a story almost exactly you exactly know, they, they you they can use, use cancel culture or like, outrage like the, the guys you said like when austin was kicking off it was late 90s it was definitely beer drinking rise against the machine kind of stuff exactly the CM Punk stuff was a perfect time for that. A lot of attitude. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see it because, it, again, like, the guy's got the talent. You just have to have a way to bring him back. It's not the to make people care. You have yeah. to make people care about him. And if he can't cut promos, if he if he doesn't have Zelina Vega anymore, how do you get a guy over who can't cut promos or doesn't have a, 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 a like, tangible uh, way to deliver a storyline while he's not on TV? You just make people respect him and and you make yourself the bad guy you vilify yourself make him the good guy and when he comes back it's over he, he's just everyone's gonna be like oh he's back well let's go this is he, our guy he'd come back and just be mr charlotte flair and then also and then also think about this and then also think about this think about all the people who who watch wwe begrudgingly who are just like oh let's see how they mess up tonight oh how's raw gonna suck how's smackdown gonna suck like there are a lot of people like that, dude. I come across them all day long um, when I'm doing my live streams. There are people who are just negative on the product. They're always about, oh, Vince, when Vince dies. And I'm like, man, really? Who's the bad guy here? Are you talking about Vince dying? Yeah. Um, so, like, you got to, like, if you think about it like this, they're actually getting people who normally wouldn't care about Andrade at all to care about him because he's just he's just against what they don't like he's against wwe so people are going to tune in to see how he sticks it to them or how he how he's the hero now because he tried to leave there it's it's a perfect plot that that actually doesn't even need on-screen time to develop mm. yeah it's true it is true so that that's why i wanted to ask you guys that question because there's so much of what's going on in wrestling today that that you could tell they don't have to in, invest so much wanna, to make it work. You want to know a good example of what you're saying with this whole pull the finger on the pulse? This Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. thing. Each week. Oh, yeah. Doing all Perfect. mind games and stuff. And everybody, yeah. just, everybody keeps Perfect. saying this is going to be the week he'll be back. Yeah. Nope. Yep. This is going to be the week he'll be exactly. back. Exactly. Nope. They're speculating and they're they're putting together puzzles. They're they're like looking up old, old uh, like, like Dante's Inferno passages and stuff. Like I, he's got people twisted. I've already said it. I think I said it last week on the podcast. Let him wait it out. If he's got yeah. a new, if he's got a new, like supposedly he's going to come back like with a new design to the fiend and everything. Said that. They said that on the show. Let him wait it out until Mania. Yeah, exactly. Come out because and, and to be fair, 
it is hell it has been it has been fine with Alexa Bliss carrying it. Like she's doing some of the best stuff I have seen in a long, long going, time. She's doing well. You know, she's she's carrying it so well. She's keeping that Orton feud going without us having to see the fiend. Um yep. I do think he'll be back at fast lane. I just have a hunch. Because it was fast lane that he did his take a stick and stuff. When I, I don't know, I think uh, I think he may be, but again, we'll have to see. Because as I say, they, maybe. they don't need to. They don't need to. That story can still go on with what they've been doing with Orton and. and I think all they need is a tease at fast lane. I think yeah. that'll that'll get so many people to to you know uh, <laughs> subscribe to Peacock and all that for WrestleMania. I don't think they really need to show him, but I think that there'll be a really huge tease like something where he almost materializes or there's something something like you see a dark shadow in the ring and then it just fades away and and then like there's a flame there's like a mark of where he was like you could see his two footprints like burned into the into the mat something like that and then it just be it, and then maybe it says like it doesn't say wrestlemania but like it has like the like the skull and crossbones below it like so people are like, oh, my God, wait, what's, what's going to happen at Mania, dude? You know, just get people, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. to have that that speculation because the speculation is so much more powerful. The, 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 uh, they say that the, the thing, okay, this is, this is the only thing I'm going to say about this because this actually connects to what they said about Alexa Bliss. Um, they said, will Alexa Bliss open Pandora's box? And you see that box that she's got with mm -hmm. the, uh, with the, the, it's like a music box. Will she open Pandora's box? And they said that the worst thing that came out of Pandora's box was not all the horrors and things. The worst thing that came out of Pandora's box was hope because hope keeps people invested. Hope, hope keeps people into things that they should have given up a long time ago. Hope is what keeps storylines alive because you, you, you're thinking about what happens next. Yeah. That is what they need to do. At Fastlane, they just need, and then that would fit so far into what they've done. They've done a good job selling the effects of him being burned alive. They have. Yeah. I liked it. I, yeah. People were like, oh, it's a, it's a mannequin. I was like, dude, this. I felt like dude, I witnessed I something. It, I, I thought it was great <laughs> because it was like USA man. Network had said that week in it. We want a bit more, you know, we want a bit more violence. Yeah. We want a bit more. We want more edgy content. Perfect timing. Night, like, yeah. nothing, like nothing happened. Oh, yeah. That would have sucked. Yeah. Yeah. That would have sucked. You're so right, dude. It sells the effects of of an infernal match for people now. Yep. Yeah. And I'm yeah. glad he's I'm glad he's been gone this long, honestly, because because the the fact that he's not back yet, it tells people, dude, there there are ramifications here. All right. It it brings back that like, whoa, what? What did he do? It's yeah. not like, oh yeah, it's 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 over, whatever, you know. And they, they kind of messed up a little bit with his like uh, Randy's face healing up as quick and stuff, but yeah. but overall, I feel like. I feel like it was time, and if anybody was going to be able to pull it off, it would have to be Bray because he's been throughout the pandemic. He's been the best gimmick. Period. Yeah, there's nothing. I, there's nothing better me, than that. I I, uh, I said after I watched like all the Taker stuff they did on the network, and I I was a bit worried at the time. I'm like, that for me is like the kayfab characters. That's that done. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You don't. You yeah. won't get anyone like him and Kane like again yeah and then you see what it, bray wyatt is trying to do and you just you cling into that bit like okay maybe there's one guy you know what i mean there's one guy yeah because it's a sad feeling into his character as well like yeah you feel that bray wyatt is the fiend you know yeah like, yeah exactly and, it, and it's a sad feeling him. i know exactly what you're talking about when you when you mentioned the undertaker mm -hmm. um 
it it's a sad feeling not just to lose him but just that that part of wrestling where you were like whoa is it real oh does he have powers oh is he is he scaring everybody oh it got cold in the arena like you you have yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's sad to feel like this is the last time we're going to see that and and for bray i feel like he has gone so all in that that that's what has made him uh a uh, like a shining uh uh like an obelisk of like yo this can still happen today you just got to stop tweeting about how you're eating lunch with with a tiger and stuff how about <laughs> yeah, how about again. you know <laughs> like, I never see let's, advert again once yeah enough. exactly <laughs> you know so it's like it, it it showed that it can happen, but you gotta like check out of all the rest of this stuff where you're just where you're you're letting people too close. And, and Alexa was doing it for a while too, and I was like, Alexa, stop tweeting about how you're hanging out with your little pigs and stuff. Like you mm. need to be creepy, all right? Just 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 for now, okay. Once this is over, you can go back to to hanging with the pigs and all that. But just for now, can you please just be like as creepy as possible for all of us, for everybody on Twitter, for everybody who loves wrestling? Can you just be the one thing that isn't like, oh, you're you're such a you're such a great scary person, and then I see you like feeding ducks uh, on Instagram? Yeah, like, yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because that's that's part of the problem too is accessibility, and that's also one of those things that goes into that well, what I was just talking about because I, you can I, twist that. I've always yeah. said that. Is Undertaker worked because there was no social media back in the day. Exactly, it dude. Break the stigmata of them. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. That's that's and that's what I'm too. saying because and what I'm saying is whatever. Yeah, what I'm saying is you can you can utilize that, and I feel like they've gotten smart to it with certain superstars where you can get smart to it. Like people like MJF, he just doesn't break character. No. So so it's it's so okay. it's. So, so you can utilize social media to like get heat even when you're not on TV. If you utilize that. it correctly, it works. Yeah, yeah. I just think that MJF is only 24. Like, oh my god. Yeah, he just knows it. He's got it. Oh my god. Like, he's just got it. Because they say, don't they? You're in your prime between like 30, 40. That man's got six years to go before he's even. Dude. You know, like. We we uh, we better hope not be. because he'll just make everybody look stupid at that oh, point. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it, it, <laughs> the, kid, the kid is so ready for. The moment that AEW have given him, you know, like yeah. he was so ready. Like, okay, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got exactly. these guys. Don't you worry. And and he has. And on like top of has. that, on top of that, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like he gave a part of himself away for so many months instead of just being as good as he could have been the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be a long game with someone like MGF because yeah. he's already a star. You know, and to think exactly, he's still, he's you know, another fifteen years minimum on top. You know, he could have. Yeah, and he doesn't have, yeah. like, a crazy wrestling style. He's got, like, a Miz wrestling style, so he's going to be golden, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. 100%. He's not going to, like, he's not going to, like, break his leg off of a freaking moonsault or anything. Yeah. And if he does, it's just because they're trying too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they should, they wouldn't have to with someone like him. They don't have to no. try too hard with him. Exactly. They have he's he's just, he's done, inches. man. He's, he's set for life, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as he doesn't get into any weird controversies or get canceled because he says something weird. Yeah, don't say anything stupid. Keep, keep yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> but then again, the he, says some, he says stupid things all the time. <laughs> he says things that could like, yeah. possibly get him canceled at all times, but that's his <laughs> character. He can always be like, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play it off. You can work it <laughs> still. Yeah. I think they've tried it earlier on. Like They were like, he cursed out a kid at a, at a signing. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I've seen many of them like him just but that's what I'm saying. people and stuff. You're, it's great. But he's that's building character outside of the ring. And that's something that is it's it's a 
it's an opportunity that we have now for these superstars, but you have to go all in or else it just looks stupid. It looks, it looks uh, double. It looks like a heads and tails, like a double-sided, uh, a double-sided psyche or something. Like you're, you're this person who, who's undead. And, but then I see you on, on Twitter and you're, you're like feeding ducks and stuff. It's like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. 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 But uh, keep, keep kayfabe. The only thing that I will agree with Jim Cornette on is the whole, Rest in kayfabe. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we need For that. sure, because that's just your personal Twitter. Like, how much does it really matter to you to, to really break kayfabe? Do you really got to tell people you just bought a new, uh, a new like, uh, pedaling boat that you're taking yeah. out on the river? Do you have to do that? Yeah. Is that Connect necessary? Just stay in the friends and family group. Yeah. Chat, well, you know? yeah. Don't, you don't have friends? Like, you got you to gotta get I these mean, likes. Look what, look what happened to Rusev. He was in the middle of a big angle with... This whole thing with uh, he dips Lana for Summer Ray and all that. Oh yeah. All of a sudden they they're screwed married. it up by. Yeah, then they're marrying. Yeah, that's yeah. like what's going so, on, yeah, man. On social media. That is the perfect. Ruined it. Yeah, that's yeah. the perfect idea, dude. Jill, exactly. Like, why do you have do you the friends and family and all the people that you're actually close with and the people backstage? Like, you don't have enough friends who are just gonna like clap and hug you. You've got to, like, tell everybody? Do yeah. we matter that much to you? And at the time, you... it, was, it was a really wrong time for Rusev. I've always been on the side of, okay, maybe they did un not use him, but I don't know. He got a lot of opportunities at the same time, you know? Yeah, he did. For, for he me, did. Rusev, Rusev almost oh, messed man. it up himself a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, okay, there are some oh, things. Obviously. But when you think, like, the stuff with Aiden English, he was on top then. You know I mean? oh, he was my flying goodness. with that, you know. He'd, you know, coming in on a tank at WrestleMania, the the you know the unbeaten ship. Yep. Like they don't book just anybody like that, you know. Yeah, they don't. And so a little bit of it for me is maybe Rusev screwed Rusev out of. Oh yeah, and that you know? that's another problem, and that's why I was saying it. Like he, him, and not just him. It's you gotta you gotta understand your social media is part of your persona. Okay, mm -hmm. it people are going to buy into it, and so you can't just be Mr. Nice Guy and be like, "Oh, remember me? I got a cat." Like, <laughs> don't. It's like, yeah, okay, cool, but like, just hang out with your wife and tell her about the cat. Like, don't, don't, don't take away from what a, a billion dollar conglomerate has has built for you by mm. telling people you got a cat. Like, be the savage. Be be the Bulgarian brute. Okay. Yeah. Be the guy that we're seeing on TV. That's, that's like this whole argument with WWE taking the WWE wrestlers off of Twitch. And I get mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I get it too. At the, same, at the same time, I don't want to see the New Day who's supposed to be in a feud with Adam Cole playing a video game. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't, think it's, I don't think it's worth the money that they're losing from the money that they're gaining. And I think that there needs to be some, some, uh, some, some talks. Like you know, how the NBA has like a players' association. I th I feel like there should be like a a wrestlers' association. And if they don't want to go to bat, if they don't want to play ball, if if something is off and they want to renegotiate their contracts to get uh to get Twitch to be part of what they do, then you know for the time that they're negotiating and they don't want to come play ball, they want to walk out, do the lockout, whatever. Then you have all these other wrestlers who are ready to go. You got all these other wrestlers yeah. who are just. 205 Live, you know, they're waiting for their break. Can you imagine well, if you're... The signings that WWE have made over the last oh, yeah. couple of they, weeks. The roster is far none the best roster on the planet. But but it's like, 
New Japan lets their people like just go, go, go. You know, they they let them do everything they can. But you got people like Drew Gulak just just waiting and catering. Uh, and and you, I guarantee you, if if somebody like uh, AJ Styles doesn't want to show up because he wants to do Twitch, then I guarantee you, Drew Gulak is going to give you a great performance. There are people just waiting to do it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I do totally get it. And we, well, we've we've been rattling through. We almost forgot that there was a pay per view this week. <laughs> oh God! Oh my goodness! Rattling, Let's go. Amazing. Oh, yeah, no, we can keep we can keep going. That's fine. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I just wanted to make sure that we did touch on the fact that there was a pay per view this week. And yeah, I don't know I, about. I wanted to, um, to let me ask you, on, like, what ask you, you guys question? think of all the cooperation of you know New Japan, AEW, TNA, or Impact. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, I wanted to get to that from that. Um, so first of all, what do you what do you make from as a wrestling fan of all the collaboration that you know Impact and AEW and oh, New Japan are doing now? Do you think it's good, bad, only good for one? Really good question. Uh, so with the collaborations, I feel like if they don't have a long term plan involved, then it becomes it becomes a weird free for all. It's like okay, let's say. Derry Lips has got his own his own universe, and and Geo has got his own universe, and then Gritty's got his own universe, and then I say, hey, Geo, would you like to come on over and be part of my universe? He says, sure, and then hey, you can bring your like top champion, cool, and then and then I'm like, Derry Lips, hey, you want to bring your your top champ, and then you too, okay, cool. Now, and that's that's the only thing we have planned out, and then uh, a month later. I'm booking my top champ versus your top champ. Okay, that seems cool. But then what happens if your top champ wins my championship? Yeah. Now 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 we're thinking well, like, okay, so so that's how do we where this is going? Cause didn't they announce that it's champion versus champion coming Yeah. Out? Oh, they've been there. They've been there. Um, especially with what happened at Sacrifice. We're already yeah. there. Yeah. Um because yeah. there's no way Rich Swan is beating him. Um and and then on top of that, uh uh Finlay and uh, yeah. and or- uh, That's orange the thing, juice that, guy, that Impact World <laughs> <Orange> Champions, <laughs> and, uh, David Finlay and, and Juice Robinson. Juice but, Robinson, yeah, they won the I they won the titles. Robinson, he's come a long way from being an NXT. Oh yeah, dude, I like him. I like him too. But they're but, not but Impact guys. I just I think Impact not- got into this thinking this is going to help us. And yep. I don't I don't think it is long term. No, it's know? not even short term helping them. Because yeah. because what's happening the is the only thing it helps with is promotion for them because now when they show up, let's say in New Japan with those tag belts, it's gonna make people want to watch TNA to see how they got those tag belts. Yeah, but how many people? Are, I don't think it is. How are they gonna really do that? Exactly. Exactly. I don't. I don't think the you people know? who watch New Japan are going to be like, oh, let me check. Let me check out this Impact place now. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't think it's gonna have the same. Um, the same just groundswell that they think it's going to um and and this is like just to just to like bluntly answer your question here when you ask me what i think of this cross promotion i think it's a good idea but if you do not have planning and if it doesn't make any sense it is going to uh it's going to lead to bullying Mm-hmm. It's going to lead to bullying. That's exactly what we've seen with AEW so far. The Kenny Omega storyline is the biggest thing. So Kenny's going to win everything until we say no. Um, that to me, that doesn't that doesn't that's not conducive to actual competition, and that's not conducive to uh, to to a partnership. You know, I never got a girlfriend, and I'm like, hey, you know what? All right, 
you can be my girlfriend, but oh. you know, you're gonna lose <laughs> at all times, every argument. They are ahead of time. At some point, though, because look what happened with Sammy. Sammy wanted to win the X Division title. Okay, yeah. And they told him absolutely yeah. not, and he okay, said, yeah. "Well, I don't want to do business." Yeah, and they sent him okay. home. You know, and they sent him home because he didn't want to. He did. He wasn't interested in the story that they exactly. wanted to do with Impact, and that. I, like for me, I would have just kept it as like one-offs. I wouldn't have yeah. intertwined. Well, they should have stories. Should have managed. Like oh know? my god, dude! It should have just. It should have just been like like your average Marvel movie, like your average Marvel movie that isn't the Avengers. They skipped. They skipped from like the like a cameo type of thing where you you saw somebody in the credits of a of a Marvel movie. They 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 skipped from that to just Avengers in game real quick. Now it's just yeah. in game. You got Kenny Omega, and he's got your championship. They they skipped so far ahead of time that it, it it's it's taken the the juice out of everybody else. Like nobody I else mean, matters now. What is exactly what, yeah. exactly what you guys are saying though is like what is what is Impact gained from it? Nothing, nothing. And yet. that's the problem. They, they've actually gone down it's notches exactly. Because if you we... think before this, how many times have we spoken on here about how much we've enjoyed Impact? We spoke on here about. I've said I'm like I actually like, watched a lot to, more impact until me too. Making them look like the weak brand. Mm, me like, too. I see exactly. the, the rise of Rich Swan. I you know I'd love the stuff that Eddie Edwards was doing. They signed Parazza. I mean I would say yeah. TNA's women's division second only to NXT women. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, like it's one. It was one of the best. And now all of a sudden I'm sitting here like. I'm just gonna watch AEW beat all you guys exactly. up. Exactly, and then, and and you know that nothing's gonna matter uh, in in the crossover if you don't see it on AEW. So it's basically just become like a like a backup to a backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feels like an AEW house show now. You know. Yeah. Like it, and and that, and, and, and the, sad the, the saddest me. part, the saddest part is is like. Uh, you can see them not believing in themselves because of how much money is in front of them, but it's like money and and views and things does not equal quality, dude. I could I could upload my best ever video. I could I could spend twenty, uh, and I've done this before. Uh, this is another thing I didn't mention. I do like uh, like movie style pay per views on oh, my uh, yeah on my Twitch where like I. I spend like 300, 400 hours editing stuff together, doing voiceovers and, and making like multiple outcomes where people yeah, in the like chat get to choose. Own, you've got like a whole choose your own adventure. Aspect. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's like choose your own adventure, but then there's also like wrestling that happens. It, it's wrestling characters that go through a whole movie and and yes. you and the, and the, the people in the chat get to choose what we do next and where we go. And we have to actually like win the matches yeah. in real time. Wow. So it's it's crazy, okay. yeah. So so this is one of those things where where like you're you, they're going down this road where where you're like he, he did one where we literally just did a whole bank heist with wrestlers. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's called the heist exactly. <laughs> yeah. nice. So so it's but like you have to, to plan ahead. Oh man, you got stopped by cops, and now you're gonna fight the big boss man. Yep, <laughs> exactly. That's what it is, or RoboCop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not kidding. That's what happens. <laughs> oh man, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. But but the whole the whole point of it is like if you're going to do a crossover, that has to be give and takes. You you can't just everybody's got a main champion. So so going back to my my analogy, where like Geo's got his own wrestling universe on on Twitch. 
Dairy Lips has his own wrestling universe on Twitch. I have my own wrestling universe on Twitch, and we all decide to like have our have our characters show up on each other's shows. There have to be uh, equivocations. We, there there have to be times where you're willing to like take a loss. You can't just be like, oh well, you know, we got more viewers than you, so it's time to time to time to lay down and stare at the lights, man. You time to take the pin. Um, and how many Impact guys have been on AEW? As compared to how many exactly AEW guys have yeah, been on Impact? Exactly, and and that's why I'm saying it's not a fair trade. And and what you were asking about how does this benefit Impact? I feel like they thought it would, but they're not understanding the way people watch AEW. People don't yeah. watch AEW like I'm. I'm gonna look at other things. They watch AEW to watch AEW because they're like, this is the last. This is the last hope to what to see something that's not WWE. WCW and Impact has been around for a long time. It's the third third coming. Like we've all gone through it. WCW yeah. tried it. The first TNA yeah. tried it, and now AEW yeah. is you know like the third, exactly. Third and coming. so I don't. I I don't think that they they accurately looked at the the landscape to figure out like who are these fans though. Like are you. It's like me going into like a country western bar trying to sell my rap music. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, are you going to gain many fans? You might still gain some. I'm not saying everybody who listens to country country music doesn't like rap, but I'm saying like you got to pick your spot, student. And if you're trying to pick up viewers from a place that like they, they're the the main reason they're watching this is because it's just not WWE, and then. You got a bunch of like ex WWE people rolling around in your promotion. Like, what's going to happen? Like, are you really going to gain viewers? Yeah. Do you think it, the long game is? Do they buy Impact? Do the I think the long okay the long game. This this is a really good question as well. I like your questions. Um. Uh. Let's see. The long game of of AEW and Impact is to. Uh, I think. I think after a long conference with TNT management, uh, AEW has figured out that they're not gaining any viewers. Um, yeah. that, I think they figured out that they're they're dead in the mud. It, it, and not yeah, yeah. dead. Like, yeah, I mean, like, how yeah, much, you, how you much look I would at the love. ratings, it's the same 1.5 yeah. million numbers shared between exactly. NXT and AEW every week. Sometimes exactly. it's one to the other, but it's, one point, it's about 1.5 million people. That's it. I, I am so against like, I, I blocked that dude for that reason because I got tired of, like, the ratings, the ratings. The ratings, it's just, yeah. It's just ratings. not true because they like, don't count everyone that's watching it in the UK, and we yeah. can watch it on cable. I'm you like, know, I watch I it off my watch. TV. I don't count as a viewer. People that watch it on the network aren't counted, you know? And you know, you want to know the biggest, pro the biggest problem with the ratings? I'll tell you what the biggest problem with the ratings is right now if you guys want to hear it. True. The biggest problem with the ratings is me... And every single other person who has ever came in my chat that I've ever asked this question have never been part of the Nielsen ratings. We've never had the box. We've never been counted. And wow. this, is, this, this is a person who literally streams 10 to 12 hours a day of wrestling content who has never been counted as a person who watches wrestling. So Sweet it's like, madness. if my view doesn't count, I don't care. Like I just literally don't care about any of that stuff. But yeah, it, it's same, it's a nice same. it's a nice barometer. But like Dairy Lips, you've probably never been counted. Geo, no, you've probably I'm, never been I'm counted. You've never UK, had. To we're not counted on that. Well, exactly on the UK TV. So so the ratings are like you're literally telling me people matter uh, while I don't. Like why do like 
if I don't count, and I'm like one of the more steadfast, I won't say I'm the biggest fan, but like I own I own t-shirts, I've been to live shows, like I, I sit here on podcasts with people talking about it, uh, as as you can see. Um, so like it's it's like if my view doesn't count, who the heck are you who are you counting? And do yeah. I care? No, I, I really don't care. But it's it's a good barometer of like what's going on, I guess. Because, yeah. uh, I, you know, it's, it's a way to see, exa- you know, kind of what's happening. That's the way I look at it. So if somebody wins by, like, 80,000 views or 10,000 views, I'm just sitting here like, okay, well, it's still the same amount of people watching wrestling every every, every week. week. Yeah. The one so, so like, is always yeah. the same. So you know, for, for neither question, of them are actually gaining new guys. Exactly. So this is what I was, this is, this is why we even started talking about views. Um, and, and I'm glad, Gio, I'm glad you stepped in to say that, like, you don't care about this stuff because I don't care either. Um, but the, the, the point is, the point is, like, I think this is where uh, AEW had a conversation with Impact because they also had a conversation probably like the week before that with TNT management. TNT was like, you got to, you know, are, are we doing anything with this or is it just is it going to be these same? And they're, they're probably fine. Because they get like they get massive amounts of money for advertisement. Like if you got eight hundred thousand people watching your TV show, that's gold. Like you're you're fine. So they're not they're not they're, just bear bear in mind none of these TV shows are starving at all. Because you look at how mu- how many people watch like anything else on any other channel, and except for like the news and like Big Brother, then you're you're literally getting like eight hundred thousand views as a, as like a good number. So. Uh, TNT is not worried. Uh, USA is not worried, especially because they still got Raw. Um, they're they're not going to sever ties, so nobody's hurting here. But I think what happened is uh, AEW sees that they're not growing at all. Okay, they've they've been pretty stagnant in terms of numbers, whereas something like NXT is is supposed to be that way. You know. They're yeah, supposed to look at it as this way. The Nielsen raising the Nielsen ratings count for watching on cable. Most yeah. people are watching NXT on the network. Yeah. That's not getting counted. They and could the watch it. Yeah. All the British guys, we don't get counted. You know? Mm-hmm. And exactly. we've got that on our BT counted. Sport. You can watch it on, on our And and, you know? and honestly, uh you're some of the most steadfast and, and actually caring fans that exist. So like I would say uh, a view from somebody who actually cares about wrestling is more important than somebody flipping through the channels or just yeah, yeah. just kind of carry carrying over from from the show before. Like if if you actually you're actually invested and then you see an advertisement, it's going to hit you different than if you're just like flipping through the channels, you see an advertisement. So the ads actually mean more on a, on a channel or for a show where the, where the viewers are more steadfast and actually care about what they're watching. Cause it's like, you're vouching for a friend. You're like, no, I know this guy. He's cool. So it's like when you see an ad on a show that you like, you're like, Oh, maybe Domino's is good. Maybe, maybe pizza hut is good. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I, I'd say your advertisement hits harder on a show where people are more invested. So the fact that they don't count people in the UK, that's just that's asinine to me that that doesn't really. And that's why I don't care about the ratings as much. But I think that's what happened. I think I think impact. They saw that there's an opportunity to maybe increase their fan base. And then AEW was like, there's a there's an opportunity. There's these people who are steadfast wrestling fans who have been watching impact for a long time. Let's let's see if we can get those other 100,000 people onto us and then we'll be up to a mil, you know? We'll be up to yeah. a mil every week. And but it's but it doesn't translate quite that same way because people like impact for different reasons. They don't 
They don't like Impact because it's like AEW. They don't like AEW because it's like Impact. So there's yeah. the, the amount of crossover you're going to get there is very minuscule. And I think both companies uh, need to try to try to be a little bit more like each other if they want crossover. Yeah, if they want it to work. I mean, because, yeah, as, as I say, we, we, we've been talking, we were talking very high on the Impact stuff and just how better they were getting again. And, yeah, it's and been awesome. This has happened, you know, like Rich Swan. It's like a new Rich Swan. It's been great to watch, like, almost yeah, redemption again, for himself. He's been things, amazing, you know? These are things that I wouldn't really pay attention to if it wasn't going to, like, Gritty Street. Because Gritty is the only person I think of that was going around actually showing Impact. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Impact's still a thing, and it's actually not. <laughs> it's yeah, still alive? WWE last year. He got me into, like paying attention to nwa that's see that's cool though eli drake got me into nwa oh yeah eli drake's great la night is just my one of my all-time favorites like i really appreciate that though geo thanks for thanks for giving a shout out for that it's an absolute like like i said i wasn't paying attention to impact I lost all interest in impact when they had sammy callahan lose to that woman oh yeah tessa yeah, I was like, I, to me, it was like, eh, what do I want? What but to be fair now? to them, they booked that really well. Yeah, she was I hardcore. Have to say, like, they booked it really well for what they were but trying to do. Sense. I think they succeeded in what Callahan they were doing. Callahan looked so weak because it's like, okay, where does Callahan go from here? How can Callahan be taken as a threat if he just lost to Tessa Blanchard? Yeah, it made How sense though. It made sense as a threat. If Tessa Blanchard pins moves. Yep. Okay. So, so exactly what you're saying, like it can be, it can be construed as like, oh my God, you're, you're saying that a woman isn't strong or something like that, which is, you know, that's, that's where people's minds are going to eventually go. But it's, it's not that it's like, you've built your company in a certain way for so long that, that like change needs to be gradual and, and, and just uh, systematically changing things at the drop of a hat it 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 pushes people to to extremely not uh engage certain people will just be like all right well why would i watch this why why would i like i've been so invested in what you've been doing and now you're changing the formula you know, so so hard few weeks i've been like that though like yeah why do i want to watch kenny omega beat up rich long exactly exactly yeah. but that's that's the thing it's I'm it's an agenda all, all it becomes weird rich swan is put in and i mean i have to say I the moose match that's the best I've seen moose. Oh my god, very, yeah, very long time. Like, there where has that mean, moose been? But he's now saying he's gonna take some quick. time off in it Apparently, as well. Now, Damn. I posted in the thing, he's taking time off, after yeah. That. Oh, maybe, really? Yeah, he's gonna take some time off, is what he said. So maybe oh, that man. was like his, like, see you later, I'll give you one uh, more uh, for a bit, which is sad because, like, way back. When they signed Moose and Mike Kanellis, I mean, they were two really hot free agents. Like when they Heck signed yeah. them, I mean, that was that was a big scoop for both of them, you know. And Moose has been great, but yeah, and the match with Rich Swan last night—that was, as I say, best I've seen Moose in a very incredible. Long time, but he's been—he looked good against uh, Omega at Hard to Kill as well. They—they—they've already set this up, and I hope that um, uh, I hope that they have looked ahead on this, and I hope that this is all storytelling because if if. If you're gonna have somebody lose to Omega right now, it's gotta be Rich, man. It's gotta be Rich. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't don't have Moose. Don't have Moose have like a one month title reign. 
uh, and and lose. So and then and then okay, I'm glad that this is where this conversation has come to because I also wanted to ask you guys about this. Um, there are people who are extra like, oh my god, I can't believe Moose didn't win. I want Moose to win and stuff, but I feel like they're not looking forward to like how much it will mean when Moose gets the title back for Impact. Yeah. Um, and I, I, do you feel like that moment would mean more than Moose losing it at the pay-per-view and then getting it back? Especially, yes. Now that I know he's taking time off, I feel like they've done that so they can do the Omega stuff and then Moose will come back and it will be much bigger. Yes, it will be. It will be for me. I feel a bit sorry for Rich Swann. I feel like he's just being fed to Omega. But if it's the longer term, is that it's going to be Moose is going to take a little bit of time off. They're going to do this Rich Swan Omega thing and Moose comes back and restores some pride of impact or something. Yeah. That, that would be cool. I could get exactly. on with that because I'm I, glad I, was you... a, I was a huge fan of Moose. Always have been, always, I think will be. Like, as I say, when they signed him, I was like, yes, this is this is it. Heck yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel, now, especially now learning that he's going to take a bit of time off. Okay, Rich Swan has probably earned the chance to fight Kenny Omega with the way oh, he's teamed. Sure. 100% put on a banger of a match. I feel like they've maybe teased it that, I mean, Moose kicked the hell out of him. So Omega... Yeah, dude, they, they booked kicked it the hell out of him. If, that, yeah. if that was the idea, they booked it perfectly. Yeah, and now with Moose taking some time off, he can come back, get some redemption for the whole TNA impact thing. Yeah, um, dude. yeah I can see that. I feel like that's going to go. He's taking time off, but he'll be back for bound for glory or whatever he'll win like the battle royal to be the number one that becomes the number one contender yeah uh, he'll he'll get the he'll take it back there yeah. good idea yeah i think so and i think he'll get it back and they can do rich swan who who will put on a banger of a match with omega we know we we know he will uh i think this rich swan is is amazing i think he's done great you know um for sure so yeah, and and that's that's what i was saying about how um uh, if they be, if they could be a little bit more like AEW, they could gain some AEW fans. Uh, yep. Rich Swan versus Omega is definitely a a be a little bit more like an AEW uh, match. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that match will will bring eyes to to Impact. So it's smart smart on uh, Impact side because they got they got Rich Swan who will be able to do everything like stride for stride with omega and i don't i don't believe omega is the best wrestler on the planet but i feel like he he's in a uh he's in a position where he can say that and not get pushed back as much as I a lot he, of other people he knows how to to work a match he knows yeah. what and, to do at the right time does that make him the best no but it makes yeah. him one of the best workers you know you know you can put him in a ring with somebody and yeah. you will get a good match out of it you yeah, know? we get an outcome that that won't be like just just tragic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So with with Rich Swan, he's he's it's the same thing. The guy has been uh, criminally underrated. Uh, mm -hmm. He's 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 run across controversy in his career and and gotten judged forever because of it. Just like Enzo, um, there there are people who who are just like controversy is attached to them and they may never get out of it, but. But if you can shrug that aside, he's one of those people who, like, point blank, could be in the ring with Omega, and people won't be like, "Oh my God, he's outclassed." Um, same same thing with somebody like uh, like uh, John Morrison or uh, or a uh, oh gosh, who else? Buddy Murphy. Like these people could be in the ring with Omega right now, and and 
no matter how they book the outcome, you could believe it. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I just, I really feel like Impact, they, they have an ace in the hole, but I think that ace in the hole is, um, is Moose right now, and that's, that's down the line. Once, once Omega has start showing, uh, started to show cracks in the armor and, and started kind of losing or, or you know, maybe, maybe not being as dominant because of all the people around him, and they've already started to show those cracks with the, with the, uh, the Good Brothers losing last night yeah I so was his, his i was surprised oh yeah i was i was incredibly surprised but like i feel like that's the first crack in omega's armor because his crew is now looking like they're getting a little bit overzealous and not not keeping their eyes on the prize so if the people around you aren't looking out for you now you're next like you, oh, you don't, yeah, they don't they don't have the, your six uh, yeah they lost the belt last night exactly yeah, yeah, yeah they did exactly so, so i feel like the first kinda... crack in his armor is that so that kind of leads me on to, do you see that guy that cracks it fully being Christian? Oh, my. You know, I, I don't agree with Christian uh, coming directly at Omega like I that. Thank you. to say this. Yeah. And I, and, I also don't, and I also don't agree with him coming at him without saying a word because I've always, I mean, he's Captain Charisma, right? I feel like yeah. you're messing up. With, I, feel like, I feel like they reverse booked it. Because I, I think feel, that I feel a little bit sorry for Christian. Actually, yeah. I feel like he's been set up a little bit. They have yeah. overhyped and put him in the position is... where all of us look at and go, "It's Christian." <laughs> yeah, like, we know him. Yes, yeah. you know. I mean, no disrespect, but yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I like, think it's a great signing, not at what they're trying to portray. That's that. Exactly. Christian was good in TNA when it wasn't very good TNA. You know, right. it wasn't difficult to stand out in the TNA he was that's, in, you know? But yeah, no, that's <laughs> always been the argument I've had with AEW. It's like, great, you signed a new talent. Why are you feeding them to your world champion right <laughs> away? Mm. They did it with Brian Cage. They did yep. it with Harper. Like, what is, yep. the, what is the basis of having a ranking system if you're not going to use your ranking system. Yep. And, and, and the, the bit that gets me is, it's Christian. You know? Like, I yep. don't believe he could beat Kenny Omega. Like, I, I've watched too much made. Christian, you know? He's the Genetti of the Edge and Christian thing. Like, mm -hmm. I love Christian, and I think it's a good signing. I think he'll do good things. I feel a bit sorry for him because I feel like he's been fed into a position that no one believes Christian is. No one looks at Christian and thinks main event, Kenny Omega. I want to see it. That's not yeah. the dream match. So the I look thing, at AEW roster that I want to see, you know? The, the, the issue that I have with it is that um, you've, you've reverse booked what you should have done with Sting and what you should have done with Christian. Um, you, you've, you've, made, you've made Christian the guy who doesn't say a word and, and is, just sit, is just standing there with this, this, like, um, this like gargoyle type of situation where he's just gonna stare at you and that means something and then you made it so that that sting is the guy who's gonna take the mic every week and say <laughs> something that doesn't matter like you could they should have reversed that polarity because christian is the guy who's the captain charisma he's the guy who should be talking he's the guy who should be grabbing the mic and being like cody just shut up dude you don't know what you're talking about i've done this for years you're 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 a has-been of 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 brand new wrestlers how do you even become a has-been of brand new wrestlers 
uh, how do you, not, how do you, how do you, like, he should have been, like, oh my you God, know, I'm so over he should have been Rhodes. there. He should have <laughs> been there at the very beginning to like put somebody in their place on, yeah. on the mic, like somebody who could, who like could go with him in the ring so they could back it up when, when they actually fight with somebody who he can, he can feed off of and become and just be that captain charisma right now. What they've done is they've, they've made Christian into the sting and they've made sting into the Christian. They, they made it so. There's one guy who talks all the time and one guy who doesn't talk. Here's yeah. my thing with this whole MGF thing. Does this mean Jake the Snake Roberts is done? Because I can <laughs> see him out there with uh, Archer. <laughs> Jake the Snake, he, he's been around, but he's... The thing with Jake is... I mean, it's one uh, last I, payday. Like, I think he's helped Lance Archer. Well, I, I think he's helped keep Lance Archer after the terrible booking of Kobe yeah. beating Yeah. I think Jake up. has managed to saying, like, keep him there. You I know? didn't see him out there with this new. No, table. it was Wardlow, wasn't it? It wasn't Lance Archer. Out yeah, there. it was. It was Wardlow. It was Wardlow. Archer was out there too, though. No, it was Wardlow. It wasn't Archer? Really? I swear yeah, it was, was uh, FTR, Sean Spears, and Wardlow. Yeah, and oh. NMJF. Yeah, yeah, and MJF, okay. obviously. That was the group. Wow, um, I swear if he was I out there, he he would have been like way in the background because he was not up front. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he he wasn't there. It was they, they booked Wardlow really really high heavy in it. To be fair, but um, I mean, what was the main what was the main idea? Like uh, with with Christian, uh, I feel like they they had an opportunity to to not that this is this is another problem. Stop telling us, okay? Stop telling us about it. Just do it. All right, just show us who it is because you you created a uh you created an opportunity for for the hype to just swell and you didn't you didn't deliver oh, yeah. on that was on what was like, going to happen the hype the names yeah. i was seeing lesnar punk angle rob van dam you know like okay yeah. and, it's christian. and and christian is great christian like you said he's he's a great signing mm-hmm. for like his his ideas and and his originality and and also his charisma. I, I'm not saying you shouldn't be on the screen, but yeah. like you don't you don't hype that signing. You just if if he would have came out at Revolution without them telling us ahead of time, it would have been it would have it would have actually moved the needle. Yeah, but like they, they you, overhyped you, someone that you I, told I us feel that yeah. you tried to hype him because Edge is in the main event picture elsewhere, and yeah, the problem like, is we've always wanted to see though. Edge more. <laughs> Yeah, you know, exactly, because never you're, gonna... you're seeing what it is. Yeah. I just, I feel a bit sorry for him because I think it's a really good move. It's one of the signings where it actually makes sense to me. Like, I think Christian on that show, yep, okay, I can get behind it. Exactly. Christian getting in Kenny Omega's face? No. No, that's yeah. not, that's not exactly. a Christian that has ever been, you know, for me. Exactly. Like, like why would it be? And, and on never. top of that, if, if it is going to be him, then let him say something about yeah. why he's doing this. Like, you turned Captain Charisma into Captain Silence. Yeah. Why is he the guy who gets to show up? And, and even Spears, Lance Archer's see? talking more than him. Yeah. See, I just looked it up. Sean Spears. I don't know why I always get Sean Spears and freaking Archer mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's two oh, really yeah, different okay, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see it. Sean Spears doing something. I was getting a bit worried for him. <laughs> it is nice that he's come out. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's interesting. I think they need to to chill on the signings a little bit, work with what they've got, because some guys will get lost in the shuffle, I'm afraid, you know? For sure. 
It's already um, happened. And, and, and this yeah. is one of those things that, okay, this is another question I've wanted to, to, to bring up to a lot of, a lot of people who like wrestling. Um, do you see it as like people have just had so many years to be upset at Vince for booking problems? Do you see it as, as Vince gets blamed for the problems that are inherent with wrestling? Do you, do you yeah. see it as Vince is getting blamed for something that happens in, in average everyday life? Like when you're, when you're at a job, okay, let's say you have a job where you're at a post office, all right? There's going to be people at the post office who maybe get promoted before you do, and maybe they're not the best person for the job. Maybe they're not better than you at, you know, filing, filing letters into the right boxes and stuff. You know, maybe you're better than them, but... It's going to happen. You've, every one of us has been at a job where someone got promoted who is not as good as you or, or isn't, isn't mm -hmm. as uh, knowledgeable as you. Every one of us has been at a job where you've been in charge of training new people at the job. And, and then, you know, meanwhile, the person you trained maybe moves up the ladder faster than you did. And it's like, well, why the heck did I even train people? Um, you, you've been in that situation where not the best person for the job ends up at the top yeah. um so like i feel like there's been so many years where there was nothing but wwe it's become so popular for um to to say that vince is a bad booker he doesn't recognize talent or he doesn't he doesn't uh call people up and utilize them correctly are my question is are you starting to to see more of like it's not vince it's just average society it when it comes to employment it, it, it's just something that happens where the best person for the job isn't always the person who gets to the top and yeah. and with with aew you're starting to see that same thing they're signing so many people and and so many great wrestlers are are in their ranks right now but there are still people who are by the wayside are you starting are you starting to understand or starting to see Why that you bring that up i I, I looked up AEW's roster today for some reason. Mm -hmm. I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> I looked it up, and there's like so many people that are listed that I'm like, well, where have they been? Where, like, they said Aja Kong, and I'm like, I haven't seen Aja Kong since like that one all exactly, year. exactly. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm asking where is like, are you? Yeah, where is she? It's it's one of those questions, and this is something that I've been wanting to ask, like pretty much every wrestling fan, like face to face. Do you see that it's not a WWE problem? It's a you have so many people, and there are you know they, we're we're not perfect. There are mistakes that are going to be made. Are we starting to see that it's not a WWE problem? It's a just any employment problem. The best person for the job is not necessarily going to be at the top. Of the card, uh, yeah, See, yeah, I, I think so. I, and I feel like WWE or AEW would work so much better if they did a booking style like NXT does. Yeah, where they shift sure. wrestlers every other week. For sure, mm -hmm. and or or, or more, more shows. Get, well, not even more shows. NXT is one show a week, but they have such a deaf roster that one week your main event is. Damian Priest versus, you know, Dexter Loomis, and another week it's Finn Balor versus the guy for the title. Yeah, they know how to 
alternate their roster and keep it to where everything seems fresh and big. Yeah, but that's 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 also one of those things that that where we came from that, you know, like like that's how Raw used to be. You wouldn't see Macho Man for like weeks, man. He wouldn't yeah. wrestle for weeks. Like, and he was still he was still on commentary now and then. He would still come out well, for like yeah, an. Hour. They got to do that. That's that's the Both way you get it back to where it used to be. He showed up for a promo in a pay per view. And that's the way you keep people special as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. And yeah, I just yeah, I, it, the easy thing to do is just to blame Vince. You know, yeah. and, and, and it, it's the easy way out. Um, and I think a good example of everyone crying about, you know, Rusev is a very good example. Oh, didn't use him, didn't do this. Have you watched him on AEW? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's not very good. You know, <laughs> like it isn't being, okay, I think he was better at Revolution. I think that was one of the better performances oh, sure. I've seen. That, that's the way it should have started. The first time, you know, like, and he's teaming with, with a jobber. Like we all know him as a as a jobber. Like, that's <laughs> what that's what Kip is. I just it's not been very good, and you start to think like, you know, they're booking. They they haven't booked him any different than what WWE were doing. Like he's getting mad over an Xbox. Like it's trash. You know. Yeah. What's the difference? It's, it's Why not... is people not calling out the Tony Khan's then for how Miro's being booked? Because it's not been great. You know. The thing is, the reason they're not calling it out, and I'll, I'll tell you this right now, this is exactly why it's not getting called out. It's because he's doing what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. it's, because, it's because people respect him as a person. And that's the thing. That's what I'm saying about the social media stuff is because people are, are, letting, are, are saying, oh, he's happy with what he's doing. And it's like, it doesn't matter if he's happy with what he's doing. Do you care about the person at McDonald's is is gonna serve you the burger you ordered, uh, the way you ordered it, or are you like, oh well, he was happy giving me pickles when I told him no pickles. Like, no, <laughs> you're an entertainer, okay? You yeah. entertain me. This is your job. You're getting paid this X amount of dollars, whatever it is. That is your job, dude. We've all had yeah. jobs. We all know, like, not every day you're doing exactly what you want to do. You're going into work, you're sitting down, you're clocking in, and you're, you're, you're following a checklist of guidelines about how you do what you do. And, and this, is the, this is the problem with this, this age of wrestling we live in, is that we're just happy for people doing what they want to do. And it's like, those are your entertainers. Yeah. Would you like it if, 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 uh, if Robert Downey Jr. wrote his own lines for the Avengers movie and didn't care what the Russo brothers wanted and just did whatever? Because exactly. he's because he's happy with what he's doing. Like I don't want him to be happy with what he's doing. I want I want to hear this. I want to hear the last chapter of the story I care about. Okay, yeah, you're my exactly. entertainer. So yeah, I've so got this, to bat for Rusev, like to get out, and I was quite excited. Okay, new promotion, new start. Let's go see what you got. And he's done really nothing. Like nothing. Thing is, because he's happy and he's and he's he's more in charge of the gimmick and stuff. And and that's the excuse now. For me not being entertained and me not thinking this guy is is a beast over here, which he should be. They yeah. they've done they've done everything possible to take the legs out from every beast that they've had. Wardlow is not a beast like he should be. No. Freaking uh, freaking uh, oh, Lance no. Archer is not a beast. No. Uh, Brian Cage, freaking everybody. Rusev I mean, and Brian Cage <laughs> running away scared of a of an old man with a bat. 
with a broken neck. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, I it's fine. Steve, I understand. It's Brian a legend. Cage. Like, no. I don't know. But in I, reality, yeah. if Brian Cage was to hit that driller on him, he'd kill <laughs> <laughs> Yep. But that's the thing. That's what I'm saying is it, the reason that it's being accepted is because we've gotten to know these people on social media. And it's like, that's not why I watch wrestling. Okay. No. If I want to know think these that's people. That's where it has fun. to start to change is. Yes. And that's why you got to uphold your gimmick. Yeah. Uphold your gimmick. And this is where you said it, where you agree with, with uh, Jim Cornette is. Stop using your social media to to portray something that you're you're trying to make money on, dude. This yeah. is your career. Stop portraying it as that's not really me. I'm over here. I'm picking flowers. Like it's not doing justice, and it's not helping your bottom line. You think it's you think it's helping people to like get to know you as a person, but we've seen exactly how it goes. Freaking Zelina Vega is down to like 190 people watching her Twitch stream. Yeah. Like they don't really care about you. You no. could still be here right now. You could still be doing what everyone loved you for, or you can be trying to like be yourself on social media and all Let's these other be platforms. Fair. Are people watching Zelina Vega play a video game or are they <laughs> staring at Zelina Vega? But that's the thing. Like that they could be doing that on live television and she could be making many more dollars. Um, I said the same thing with Rusev. Am, am I really going to sit down and watch Rusev try to play a game? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I'm not. One, the only one I don't mind watching is that's because he, he is just playing a game is Adam Cole. Adam yeah, Adam Cole, Cole's cool. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, his mods are pretty on it. They, they, he's there to play a video game, and you watch it not expecting to hear anything Adam Cole like. like you watch That's it him. As, as a video gamer. You know what I mean? The others That's you the feel like are milking off their, which is what WWE wanted to shut down. You know exactly. what I mean? That's, That's what, the problem with that, dude. You got it, things like AJ Styles sitting there going, I had COVID, but nobody <laughs> said anything. Like, <laughs> 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 AJ Styles was great. AJ Styles was the best when he was like, yeah, I don't like Paul Heyman. That's why. <laughs> Just straight out, like, guy's a douche. <laughs> but, that's, but that, and, and I told everybody this, like, at when it first started, when people started being like, oh, my God, WWE is not letting people have Twitch channels and stuff. I'm like, dude, it's going to, AEW is going to have to clamp down, too, when stuff starts going mm. sideways. Yep. Until, like, it's honeymoon period right now. And yeah. and you're, you're, you're only seeing one half of the, equa the equation. It will eventually be TNT is going to say something. Oh, my God, this I, guy said, what? I that mean, could be. I've, I've, already, I've already made my stance on it where I said I can't feel bad when there's people like Paige who are abusing the sub-only privileges just to talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't feel bad for WWE clamping down. No, nah, it, I can't. Make sense. So I used to work for a company at, as a, the same sort of contract, self-employed. Yeah, I wasn't actually working for them. I represented them. Oh, okay. In there. I couldn't go and work for somebody else at the same time, a rival company, anything else. There are still restrictions in that. And if you are sitting there on Twitch using the character that they created for you, you didn't do it yourself. Yep. It's like, th there's going like to be some comeback on that. Like it's a business in the end day. Okay. For the person that's building their own community, we've all been on Twitch. We know what that feels like. I get that. I understand the frustration, but we don't work for anyone. You know, we're not it's even like on a you, short contract with someone. I you mean, know? it's like if you worked at a McDonald's and a Burger King, are you going to go to Burger King wearing the McDonald's outfit? And <laughs> it's not going to happen. Do you know what I mean? So, or like if, 
they know? really wanted to, if they really wanted to continue having a a public, uh, like playing video games and stuff, hey, you know what? If they you really want to continue, give, give WWE a part of the cut if a game. Yeah, give the cut. Yeah, give the cut. Or or what you do is you be an actor and you play a character like most people on Twitch do. Yeah, you just be the character. I would, lo- you know, how much I would love to see Carrion Cross playing video games as Carrion Cross. Like yeah. the music comes on, and then he sits down in the chair and he plays like a horror game. Oh and he's yeah, like, oh, he's just staring no. and playing it and scaring yeah, those staring. Exactly, you don't like. Do you if you're gonna like, <laughs> you're gonna prop it off the character they made for you and and why people are tuning in because nobody nobody would have found no Soraya on Twitch. Nobody would have found no no Zelina on Twitch. They would have been amongst the amongst the you know freaking the, the amaranths and and pokemanes. They'd have been <laughs> so just pushed down the rating the rankings so far that nobody would have ever found them anyway. That you gotta like you gotta understand the reason that you have this audience is because of what you've done on television. So milk that. Yeah. Don't don't pretend like you made it because of who you are. When when everything you've ever said on TV was scripted for you. Every everything you ever did in the ring was scripted for you. Don't pretend like that made you who you are, and, and start uh, that, uh, that that didn't make you who you are, and that people really just wanted to get to know you. Like, no, that's they don't even know there is another you. Yeah, exactly. We already know Paige. Like, nobody really knows Soraya. Do you know what I mean? We know Paige. Paige yeah. You know, so, so like, just just take the cut, give the cut, like Gio said, and just move on. Like, stop trying to be yourself. And if you want to be yourself, go to some other, go to some platform and, and take your face off the screen. Don't yeah. don't let us even see who you are. But then again, be yourself. It was with that. It was another opportunity for the big bad Vince that destroys everyone's yeah. dreams. And now and now it's all Vince. When when literally he just doesn't want to have to deal with the the people breaking what they've spent millions of dollars trying to build. Yeah, exactly. And it's the wrestling business. I don't want to. I want to see them on the show. I don't want to know all the stuff in between and stuff. You know, and if, I like, see, if I do see them outside of that, they should be they should be carrying on that storyline because that's why I cared in the first place, and that's why people are watching you. They don't get it twisted. They're not here to see Soraya. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? And if they are, it's because that they they've learned who you are. But like, you can drop little hints. You can you can get people into that. But if if that's what you're doing, if you're literally like siphoning people off of a company that made uh made you have this platform and get and put you out there, then you have to understand that. You have yeah. to give that back to the company that gave you these opportunities. And I wouldn't have any problem with that, man. Give give me a couple thousand viewers for just being on live television. I mean, please. Give me all that. <laughs> yeah. I'm cool with that. Sorry. I mean, Vince, man, you suck so bad. Thanks for making me a house. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Thanks for making Thanks me. For giving me more subscribers than people have been doing this 10 times as long as me. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know? Right. Um, I do need to start wrapping it up because it's also nearly midnight yeah, no my problem. time. But what I do want to know from how you've wrestling, here we go. I've got one last question for you. All-time okay. five-man Survivor Series team. Oh my goodness! Five minutes on the spot. See, so it's the first impression ones. Though. They're, they're always the best teams. But yeah, of all time, I, I definitely put Goldberg in there just for explosiveness. Just mm-hmm. for just for the like anybody can get eliminated at any time, so you never know what's going to happen. Yep. Um. So it, you know, as soon as he as soon as he steps in the ring, he can eliminate you know two people you thought were going to be in till the end. 
it would it give that very very big yeah. surprise type of uh, possibility. Um, I would put I would put somebody like uh, gosh man, I feel like uh, like a Dean Malenko. I want somebody to just wrestle it out. I want somebody to really like break it down for a second because you know there, there's going to be some big names in this. I'd put Dean Malenko. I'd put Goldberg. Um, I would, I would def. Oh, you know what? How about a WCW versus WWE all, all time team? How about this? Yeah, that would be five series. All right, so yeah, yeah. Let's go. Okay, so WCW. Um, definitely, I'm putting, I'm putting Goldberg, Dean Malenko. Mm-hmm. I'm putting Sting on one team as well because I'd have him show up. I'd make everybody think that they're going to be down by a man the whole time, and have Sting come out the Raptors at the very, very end. Nice. Um, as the fifth man. Um, nice. So everybody's just like, what's going on? Bamboozled. Um, I would have. Oh gosh. Uh, you know. You know. I put. I put Razor Ramon just for just for like style points and just. Uh, or you know whatever you want to call pop. him at that point. Cheap pop for the hey yo. <laughs> cheap cheap pop and also just for for charisma and just yeah. just style points. Um, and then like last on a WCW team. This is this is gonna be real tough. Um, Macho Man, dude. Macho nice. Man. This is this this is. I mean, that's that's selling out the arena already. But then on the WWE side of things, um, gosh, can I just have three faces of Foley? Um, no, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I, can, I, can you do the Royal Rumble? Yeah, can I do that? Yeah, Every time runs that. out, the next one comes in. <laughs> I think it's going to be four on two and then have three faces of Foley. As, as <laughs> Who is your favorite Foley? Uh, Which is your favorite version of Foley? Uh, I'd say I'd say Cactus Jack yeah, because like, I really felt like he... Um, I really felt like he would do something. You know, I really felt like he dude love though. Yeah, dude loves cool. Loves cool. Um, I felt like Cactus Jack would would actually like go in and do some real hardcore stuff though. Like actually make I like my old time favorite was ninety six mankind. I liked Brad Suit Mankind. Yeah, that was cool. That was scary. Suit Mankind had an enigma to him where he, again, it was something we talked about before where it was somebody who didn't really break a character. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he legit had missing yeah. ear. His hair's missing. He he could be. That was good. It wasn't costume, was it? The dude had like half an ear. And stuff I, remember, and like, I remember like recently I actually showed people some of those old promos and it was just like, it was magical, man. Yeah, It was like it was, it was something else going on. Yeah, he's that like guy something in the going on. Yeah, it was like you almost believed that something was was up with this guy. Like, like he's not going to be able to just just yeah. go out here and do yeah. like a media media, media, media event. You know, I love the whole thing, Cre- the creepy music in the beginning, yeah. and then at the end, it would be this soft classical music that calmed him down. For sure, for sure. But I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like that so mankind cactus on your team the then. Back. Yeah, I'd have Cactus because I feel like that mankind would just, it, it, amongst all these personalities, he might just fade to the back a little bit too much. Uh, yeah. Not not be seen as like a spectacle in that moment. Um, so that's why, I mean, I, I love him, but I just feel, I feel like okay. in, in the Survivor Series type of uh, matchup, uh, with all of these other like pantheon of champion type of peoples, uh, I, don't, I don't know if he would, I, don't, I feel like he'd fade back a little bit more than like a like bang bang, you know he's he's gonna he's gonna get the crowd jumping and and wanting him to win, um, and that's that's kind of the way that I would I would book things up to there, um, with 
I kind of wouldn't put the rock in. Um, I would, I, I, I'd leave the rock out because the rock, I mean, I'd book him somewhere else on the pay-per-view. I don't think he'd, I don't think I'd put him into that. Um, who I would put, I'd put, uh, WWE Jericho. I'd put Jericho on the WWE side because when he was in WWE, I feel like he was already established as like a, like this guy's a rock star. This guy, he's got, he's got what it takes. Like the way he debuted and beating, uh, also beating Stone Cold and beating the rock, like just becoming that, that champ. I would, I would have WWE Jericho, not WCW. Um, and I'd have him go, I'd have him go like incredible. Like I'd say like uh, incredible five minutes with Malenko, dude. I'd have him and Malenko just have like a knockdown drag out to really bring stuff down to like, yo, this is wrestling. Yeah. Um, so I think that leaves me with two other people left on the, the WWE three. side of the three. Three? three? Got okay. Cactus Jack yeah. and Jericho so far. Yeah. Cactus Jack and Jericho. Um gosh. Who am I? Oh, dude, Seth Rollins. I'd put yeah. Seth in there. Seth yeah. would build would build the heat necessary against whoever is necessary whoever's in that time, and he would also be able to go just just post to post with anybody in this match. Uh uh, Eddie Guerrero, I put Eddie in there. Eddie yeah, and Seth, job. I feel like on one team, man. Can you imagine them just tagging back and forth and just working, working yeah. Malenko or working, working somebody? Man, that'd be just an incredible, yeah, yeah. incredible a job over Razor. Yeah, you could easily, you could see it. Seth and and freaking Eddie Guerrero would just tear the house down. And then I put Stone Cold just to just to kill it, like just yeah. to cap yeah. it all off because because Stone Cold. I mean, between him and Vince McMahon, I feel like they. They, they made something bigger than wrestling happen. They, they, they took things to another level when it came to just like getting people out of their seats and, and realizing what a spectacle this stuff could be. Even though before that it was, don't get me wrong, but like it just got the common man involved so much. I think Stone Cold would yeah. just like blow well, the roof so off the place. I've been watching like through lockdown. I started watching from the very first pay per view I watched. I've been watching the network at just every pay per view. Um, so I started oh, really? SummerSlam 88. Yeah, is where I started. That's oh, the wow. first pay-per-view I ever watched because I remember being a kid sitting on my dad's lap. I was like, yeah, seven. And I saw Honky Tonk Man come out, all cocky, Jimmy Hart with this, like, you know, <laughs> mouthing off. And, like, he's the Intercontinental Champion, but Bruce the Beefcake was injured. And so he just grabbed the mic and he was like, get me someone to wrestle. I don't care who it is. And I remember being like, who's going to come? And Warrior come running out. Watch his butt in like 15 seconds, grab the belt and run off again. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> this is go, the greatest you know, thing ever. Exactly, dude. Those, those <laughs> moments. And I feel like that that lineup right there would would just facilitate such a like yeah, yeah. spark. You know? yeah, and yeah, and yeah. you would never and know. Because Seth could just touch a spear right away and just be eliminated. And you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. No, exactly. Like, or, yeah, a spear, it, it, you, a spear could take out Guerrero and, and Jericho in a half. Exactly. You know, and you're like, and you're oh, just, my God, it's five to three. What the hell? You know, like exactly, that kind of yeah. thing. And then on top of that, you got the sting waiting in the Raptors just to come down to, like, yeah, to yeah. even stuff out at the end. Like, I feel like that could be one of the best uh, Survivor Series angles, especially mm. if, if WWE and WCW would have got on the same uh, – the same wavelength to make that happen. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, I, I feel like that would have been the one that we'd be talking about right now if it if it really happened. That would have been the last question. Well, Who like, should have won? Yeah, the proper invasion, <laughs> not the the yeah. version we got. Exactly. 
So that that would probably be my team. So I'm, I'm sure if I, I had like that. another 30 minutes to think about it, I'd come up with a couple oh, of could, separate we could, people. We but... could make the whole whole, whole card with how the conversation's yeah. got. It's been great. But that's a good, and that's why I'd put the rock somewhere else is because it's it's just it's all it's too much, and I and I honestly don't really care for the rock's wrestling style too much anyway. Yeah, see, Rock is a pop in a one-on-one. Like, tag match yeah. and stuff, I've never... Rock's just never yeah. looked comfortable. Rock is... And him waiting, him waiting on the apron does, just doesn't look good to me. It's like... It's like, it's almost the Rock, like... The Rock-Hogan thing, I think, was a much better idea doing oh my God, than yeah. Austin-Hogan because of just who they were. I, d- I think exactly. Austin would have been lost in that match. I know a lot... Of, I've had many conversations like, why didn't Austin get that match? I was like, because... Yeah. Rock, Hogan and Rock are very similar. They're not the greatest in the world... But they're that pop, they're that fantasy. Like, oh my God, you're Rock and Hogan. What are you talking about? Exactly, you and know? and they take they take the time in the ring to understand what what's next and and where to where to put it. And yeah. uh, and Stone Cold, he he knows that as well. But it just it's more of like more you're waiting. It was you're waiting for Hall because like Scott Hall selling. Like especially the stunner at the end. That's one probably one of the most famous oh, stunner yeah. sells. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. Um, <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, I completely agree with you. with not putting Rock in there because Rock is a is a one v one pull. You know, you put yeah. Rock when have him debut. Rock have him perfect. Versus, uh, you know? Yeah, I'd have him versus the. I'd have him versus Hogan again. <laughs> that that yeah. would be on that Survivor deal Series. With yeah, yeah. Deal with those. WCW. Do that. Book that I for the third it. time. That crowd, yeah. was, that crowd was just the hottest ever, man. Yeah. I love. And then it. It, it led to that great Rock Hill run. Like when he come back as the heel. Made perfect sense because yeah, they stuff, knew. You know, then that, that was like one of those one of those times where you could see if if it was today, they would have done it just the exact same way because people's like it would have been so so many boos for for the Rock and so much mm-hmm. cheering for Hogan, even though they you could tell that they they maybe didn't kind of want it that way, but no, you yeah, would that, be able they to brought see Hogan it. in as the NWO and like he'd run yeah. the rock over and stuff like he'd been proper heel stuff, but come the match, oh, people were like, no, no, it's Hogan fighting. Yeah. We're, we're all on. And I, loved it. And I think that was, I think that was one of those, one of those times where, where they just did it perfect. And, and this mm-hmm. is another thing that where it's like, Oh yeah, Vince sucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I he sucks. Right. Like, even, <laughs> even that next bit when uh, rock come back as the hill and then Hogan had that title run and, you know, Taker was doing the big evil stuff. I find that whole passage, they booked it perfectly. Yeah. You know, because we had the Hogan fun and Triple H ate the pin and took it like a champ, you know, and and Hogan's (laughs) champ. And you're like, oh my God. And then he comes up against Taker, who's switch characters and he just beats him up and then goes on a fantastic run. And it was, you you know, don't debut something like that without that sort of dominance. Like, why would you, why would you take somebody so so universally known and and switch their gimmick and now they're just not going to be that way like it was so it was so perfect the whole entire like intro intro straight into like the the run of big evil it was exactly like you said it's just it's perfect they they did it exactly the way it needed to be and and it also it built everybody in a way where you could respect them afterwards yeah 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 and like for me i i've always said i think big evil was was one of my favorite characters during that period. I think his run yeah. is that, This is officially you know? the longest episode we've done. Oh, dang. <laughs> I'm <go>. sorry. <laughs> Look, I was going to end it on the series, and now we're talking big evil. So, <laughs> But, yeah, um, this won't be the last time that we're going to invite you on the show, dude, 100%. I hope not, man. It's been um, fun with you guys. Yeah, it's been, it's been really, really good. And, yeah, we, we've really enjoyed having the guests on because, you know, it opens up wrestling. And, you know, I sometimes seeing the wrestling community, people just want to pick a side and, 
instead of enjoying the fact that we've got so much wrestling now. Oh yeah, for sure. Just enjoy And and that's, that's one of the things I always say about it. It's like, dude, we all like the same thing. So like being divided, it's literally, it's, it's the same thing that's happening with a lot of things right now. A lot of society, man. They, they, we, we've got to hear, you know, Cal's thoughts on wrestling. We've got mm-hmm. to hear Ryan's thoughts, and now we're getting to hear your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, and that's what we got to do, man. We got to we got to just realize we're we're all on the same side. When it when at the end of yeah. the day, it doesn't matter how many letters like are on somebody's paycheck. A W F I M. Like no matter what you call your promotion, we're all doing the same stuff. We all like yeah. the same stuff, and and, and eventually. Lot- really good stuff out there right now like, MLW, yeah. and they're all gonna end up working, you know and... and they're all gonna end up working together anyway like these people all know each other like we're the people who are creating division in the in the community yeah. these people uh freaking moose to 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 eo shirai to to oscar like yeah. they've all worked together dude they all know each other they hang out they you see people in pictures they're they're taking selfies like we're the people creating division, so we're the people who needs to heal that up and, and stop worrying so much about what company's doing what and just start liking good wrestling and good angles and, and criticizing stuff fairly and not worrying about what company people work for because they don't care. Yeah. They're just out ha- they're out here being employed and, and feeding their families and, and the people behind the scenes, they're just they're making good or bad stories, man. We just gotta focus on the, the bottom line. It's all wrestling and we're lucky to have it. Yep, hundred percent. Okay, great. It's been amazing. Um, where can we find you? If you want to shout out your socials, right. where can people find you, sir? All right. So on uh, Twitter, I'm Gritty Urban Saga. No weird spellings. It's not G-R-I-D-D-Y or anything like that. It's <laughs> G-R-I-T-T-Y-U-R-B-A-N-S-A-G-A on Twitter. So that's a Gritty Urban Saga on Twitter. It's Gritty Urban Saga on Twitch. So just just twitch.tv forward slash Gritty Urban Saga. And on my YouTube, it is The Gritty Urban Saga. Um, I have two channels. One of them is like my old channel. So if you just type in... Yeah, I I got a book as well, yeah. (laughs) If if you uh, get on YouTube and you just type in Gritty Urban Saga, you'll probably just find my my channel I use today. But there's also an old channel where I just kind of drop some facts about like things people don't really think about. That's how I came up with the name of uh, in the first place. It's like I wanted to to get down to the facts about things people consider like normal urban uh, life. So that's, that's how I came up with the name Gritty Urban Saga is I just wow. wanted to, to tell people things about like St. Valentine's Day or, or uh, uh, you know, oh, uh, coming up is St. Patrick's Day. I actually did. My first video was about St. Patrick's Day. So that, that's another one. But um, yeah, the Gritty Urban Saga is where I upload all my my youtube stuff so check that out i appreciate you letting me drop these uh yeah man no of these, course these, i appreciate taking up your sunday evening sunday afternoon oh yeah hey man yeah, it was, it's been a pleasure it's, uh, it's been awesome yeah to, it's, to been have really, a, it's been really uh, good and um as i say we want to we want to make sure that we we reach out and so you know it's all one wrestling community you know we all want yeah, the same thing sure. we all enjoy the same product you know it's like we wanted to make sure that voices are heard so that people can yeah come more yeah i really appreciate it i was i was super surprised because honestly i've been on i've been on kind of the outside because uh things have happened in the past but man it's all love it is really and there's some great 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 shoulders hit the mat for the three that's it exactly you know (laughs) so i i really do appreciate you guys inviting me on and like i said i i I really enjoyed it and i hope it's not the last time you guys are awesome i definitely i definitely i I definitely would agree it won't be the last time because i think i feel like we could have talked even more you know <laughs> conversations are left unfinished 100 um, yeah. percent. right 
Gio, you've had your week off, man. You're back to your pay-per-view yeah. reviews next week. Uh, so next yeah, week, Gio yeah. will be on SummerSlam 1997 that he's been requested oh. to review. Oh. Yeah, yeah. oh, he's had a bad run, though. He's had a bad run. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he, rested, though. He's, he's rested. He's, he's reviewed Ezekiel Jackson. He reviewed Mark Jindrak. He reviewed December to Dismember. Aye, aye, yeah, aye. He's had a tough run. <laughs> aye, 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 man. Well, at least you're rested now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got a nice one to come back to. Um, but uh, yeah, 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 make sure you check out. I, I don't envy you at all with that. <laughs> yeah, so he was getting all that, and I got the Yokozuna documentary. Yeah, I'm like, he's all right, cool. watching like, the Yokozuna documentary. Oh. What are you got? And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. It's all love, though. Right, guys, make yeah. sure you follow Gritty everywhere. Uh, make sure you tune in um, and give him a hi. And we'll be back next week. And guys, once again, thank you both.